Blog Talk Radio. Use the 
in heaven What else in hell Can you get an open line to heaven At 11-11 Emerge at the other end Of the meditation portals And elevated walk tools Even some abort tools Any questions, comments or concerns Press one For everyone else Thanks for attending another session I'm pleased to teach but it's an honor to learn Certainly Courtesy of KTL University Oh please don't be frightened I'm terribly sorry about this You are Peace, peace, peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours. This is Nova Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. This is your host, the brother Blue Pill. Hopefully, very soon, I'll be joined by my co-host, the brother Red. Family, do pardon me if you hear any uh, background chatter. I'm in Starbucks. I had to pull over and get a Wi-Fi connection. Okay? So, um, again, I do apologize if there's any distortion, you know what I'm saying, any noise, I'm going to step out very, very shortly. As soon as I see my co-host in the call queue, I'll be able to bring him in, and I'll step outside and get to chat it up with the family. Um, we'll open up the chat room, and I'm going to see if the uh, if the chat is too much, if the background noise is too much for the family, because I don't want to put y'all through anything excruciating. All right. Give me one second, y'all. Let me um do this. Let me hit y'all with a tune real quick. Well, I guess some things situated in the uh, in the back office here. Okay, real quick, I'll be back with y'all. See what I'm gonna leave you with. All right. Honor that Scorpio full moon. We're gonna go with dreams. A. A. Rashid Red Pill. Be back. Hold What you talking about? <laughs> Came to me in a dream, nigga. Dreams, nigga. Dreams, nigga. <laughs> the devil came to me, told me in a dream, said I was a king. Everything he seen, then he spit balls. This is what he said. This is what he saw. This is what he saw. <laughs> if God really does exist, that nigga probably broke. Spin all his bread, nigga. Trying to get some bread, nigga. Books of the dead, nigga. Stalking out in Philly, nigga. Looking for that chili, nigga. Crackers wanna drone him. Muslims wanna stone him. Yeah. Words in the porno. <laughs> Fuck it, abducted. Scientific journals. You would never understand. Four more grams, nigga. Promise to my Grammy, nigga. Words to my mammy, nigga. I am the king, nigga. Call me Keanu. Yeah, I'm Pipe Trinity, nigga. You know me, nigga. Every blue moon me. Pyro that pussy. Running through them red lights, laying on that belly. God is a snake, nigga. Heroes in the deli. Max in the garden. No apps, nigga. The Bible is a trust, nigga. I've been told y'all. Niggas wrote the Bible, nigga. Hearing the same words, saying the same words, I submit that these impressions are valid and significant. And I will even say this. 
Such an impression is a clue that at some past time point, a variable was changed, reprogrammed as it were, and that because of this, an alternative world branched off. The next two video my city. Hopped out the Lorians, dressed like 18th century Ecuadorians. This is what a story ends. We living in the future, you niggas historians. So I pay them niggas no mind. They mad cows. You could tell that they mixed with the bovine. I would say they names. But it's like I'm giving niggas cosigns. So I pay them no mind. Carry on with your frugal lashes. I'm looking at the world through these Google glasses. Rocks like Mount Everest, hopping out Diablos, I'm so devilish, hustle hard, red pill buzzing like the engine on a muscle car, with a pulse full of D's, and a trunk full of trees, to a trunk full of D's, with King County on the sleeve, car full of G's, 33 degrees, no antifreeze, 10 toes down, no entities, feeding the people like the cancel knees. Master Builders, graduates from the class of Master Hilda, Van Sertima, and Freeman L. Now we master killers, murderers, how the demons spell. The poultry got social ice. Tell them why you frightened, son. Yeah, the black Illuminati, yep, we the enlightened ones, though. See, I'm just counting that dough. Yeah. The devil came to me, told me in a dream. Said I was a king, everything he seen, then he said ball, this is what he said, this is what he saw, this is what he saw. I told me don't say swag no more, huh? I'm from the loopy bag no more. I don't just ride in that, come in that jack no more. Listen, present life. I know of no one who has ever made this claim before, but I rather suspect that my experience is not unique. What perhaps is unique is the fact that I am willing to talk about it. We are living in a computer-programmed reality, and the only every blue moon, fighting that pussy, running through red lights, laying on that bed, God is a snake, nigga, heroes in the desert, we're in the dark, no. Yes, indeed, family. We are back in the building. Welcome to Nota Ledge Radio. Again, I ask to the family in the chat, please let me know if the background noise is getting kind of crazy or out of hand. Like I said, as soon as my co-host shows up, I am going to take this conversation outside, okay? Uh, and I do see him. He has popped up. So with no further ado, call it from the 347-650. Peace. 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 Peace, peace, peace. What's going on? Peace. Peace, peace, peace to the family, peace to the family. This is your co-host, go by the name of Brother Red Pill. Uh, yeah, yeah you're now rocking with the best, Know the Ledge Radio. Uh, welcome. Let's go. Oh, man, these, if the family only knew. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, you know, what goes into putting together an episode and making sure that the shit starts on time, 
apologize oh, for man. my own French. You know, I literally had to pull over. No one has ever seen traffic like L.A. traffic. You know what I'm saying? This is Yeah, what's that about? It's unreal. I'm talking about they got traffic jams out here that are congested, like the the highways get congested at 11 a.m. I mean, of course. After rush hour? No, no, yeah, after rush hour. So you get like a a one-hour low from like 10, you know what I'm saying, and then like 11 a.m. on is just congested. You would think that nobody had a job the way that you see so many people on the highway. It's just bonkers, B. It makes no sense. Shout out to uh, the young lord, Amir. No. Yeah, Uncle said, what's up? Yeah. Totally not yeah. 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 right now. Real Hollywood. Shit. <laughs> yeah. so we got to stop rodeo. him out here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the hood is rodeo. When you get up That's west right. a little bit, it's rodeo. Go so from nah, rodeo to rodeo. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> you know, we got a bungalow on Rodeo for him. But yeah, it was a nail biter. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to conveniently, you know, what when it's all said and done, family. Yeah, like I know how y'all feel about your third cousins and everything. <laughs> your third cousins from the Caucasus Mountains. But you got to send a thank you card to whoever's responsible for Starbucks because they got one of them joints everywhere. <laughs> and they have made it very possible on some very difficult nights, you know. And um, I'm using my words sparingly because it's still daytime here. The sun is beaming. You feel me? So, but you know what I mean, you know. I'm still in that New York state of mind, so when that 9 p.m. kicks in and we got to do these programs and I'll be on the other side of town and I'm still learning this town, I don't know what's what or where's where, and I can't reach you for the signal, I got to plug into the matrix. There always seems to be a Starbucks somewhere. You feel me? Yeah, that's a good thing. Huh? So that's a good thing. No, no, no. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, we make it happen. You know what I'm saying? This whole this whole program, this is a testament to triumph over adversity. I my entire existence for that matter, triumph over adversity. The only time that I get a chance to stop is when I do this program. And sometimes I'm still doing it and moving. Mm-hmm. So, again, family, this is a unique moment in time when these Tuesdays and these Fridays roll around. You know I what I think get a we chance should do? To, uh, huh? The proof is in the pudding. I think we should begin taping, videotaping some of these programs so the family can see what exactly is going on while the damn show is, uh, and, and, you know, is, uh, I mean, I, I thought about that, class but, yeah. even that would be crazy because if they see, you know, I'm utilizing all of my hands to do other things and juggle this and carry that, you know what I'm saying? So they would, I would have they to would, have... They would respect it even more. You have to have a cameraman yeah. with you. I would have to have a cameraman because it's damn near impossible for me to pull that off and make everything else happen. But nonetheless, we are here. We in the building. We rocking with the best. Shout out to the family. 
Um, yeah. No doubt. Yes, sir. Back for yes, another indeed. one. Here we go. Here we go again. You know? Like they always do. Yeah, I'm not in the chat room, family, so if anybody's in the chat trying to highlight me, I won't be back in the chat for like another 10 minutes. I'm chatless right now, too. Yeah, we chatless. You know what I'm saying? But I do trust that everyone has joined us in good health, physical and mental and spiritual. Uh, you know, if anyone has joined us with any misfortune befalling upon them, we send our condolences and send you love and light that you may be enveloped and protected by um, optimism. You know what I'm saying? Everything will be better. The sun comes out tomorrow. And, um, yeah, you know, some very, very interesting, exciting times. And, you know, that that's going to be the continued focus of tonight's program. I think that it's a wonderful bookend, Mark. Last week we spoke about some Equinox influences that have pretty much predicated uh, the line of events that we've witnessed following, you know, up to this week. And now we are in the throes of what will be a, a a triple equinox where we have coin a three equinox, okay, family? Yeah, that's coin. Don't run with that. I don't see that in nobody's title. Yeah. So this three equinox energy is pretty much setting the pace for you know the next wave and and and, and the fact that it's a Scorpio full moon. You know, it's only right that we bring it right back where it started. So rather than having programs focusing on, you know, an effect here and an effect there and an incremental situation popping off and what have you, why not just talk about the causation, the the, the energy that's influencing all of these things so we don't have to delve into the realm of conspiracy. We can also help the family prepare themselves for their individual transformation, okay, because all of these situations and incidents are linked. Ultimately, to wake you up from the BS, from the malarkey, okay, the universe is giving you an opportunity to shake it off and say, by God damn it, I've had enough, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Then the energy for you to transform, it's right there. But you got to make that declaration to yourself, you know what I'm saying? And as many times as they go upside your head, if one thing don't work, hopefully another will. You know what I'm saying? And if none of that shit works, then guess what? You just fuel for the fire. And somebody got to keep this bitch warm. Mm-hmm. I'm back and try again. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I, I went ahead today and um, actually uploaded a clip. Being that we're talking about the Scorpio moon, I would. Yeah. Uh, I would be honored if we would be able to play the clip tonight. It is approximately 20 minutes, and um, it's actually my queen, uh, Nefa Nubia, talking about, you know, it's a, it's a video clip that she did, breaking down the energies and, um, you know, the uh, the controlling energies that are behind the Scorpio moon. You know what I mean? That, uh, you, said it's, you said it's 20 minutes, B? Yeah, it's actually 20 minutes. Uh, you should have started the show off with that. 
Well, who we got? Who we got coming on? The Cosmo Physicians. I just I'm explaining. Jesus Christ! Don't make me look bad, B. Please. All right. Make me look bad. I wasn't aware. Jesus Christ. I don't know how you wanted to do it. If you wanted to play the clip, we could play 10 minutes of it. If you want to play 15 minutes of it, if you want to play it afterwards. But, you know, I'm just letting you know that it's in the call queue in case you want to do that. Okay. You know, I'm going to let it rip. You know what I'm saying? Why not? Like I said, as we organically prepare these shows and sometimes we don't get to practice for them family. You know, but we're not winging it. Spirit takes control, and it puts everything into alignment. So you have entered something into the equation that coincides with what we're here for tonight. So I'm just going to use that energy to set it off. It's a feminine energy, you know what I'm saying? Of course, we know that uh, that's what this whole scorpion energy is about, and we're talking about the moon as well. So I ain't going to take time yapping and what have you. Let's get right into it. But before we do that, just in case, are there any announcements that you need to make? Um, <clears throat> for the family that's in the New York Tri-State area, May 5th, Nicholas Bookstore, uh, we have Sister Rosemariah Bay and Brother Azariah, along with other special guests. They're going to be in the building talking about sex magic and relationships and astrologics. Um, and that is Nicholas Bookstore in Brooklyn. Uh, I believe that there's an event taking place in Philadelphia with Sister uh, Ross Ben is going to be one of the uh, speakers. They have a a long list of speakers. Sonia Barrett and a few other illuminaries will be playing a part of that event. That's in Philadelphia. It's a three-day event uh, for any of the family that's out there. We're trying to get out there one of those days. And uh, hopefully we'll see you out there. Other than that, um, I don't have anything else to say at this moment. If I do have any more announcements. Oh, yeah, for the family, we uh, also have a show. I think it's part three of the the Saturday KTL one-hour special with the brother Baba New that will be coming up on Saturday, I believe 9 p.m., excuse me. And uh, the clip is on the Scorpio full moon, Blue. Yeah, I guess I could share this with the family um, because it was inboxed to me by Blog Talk. They want to apologize for their lameness, okay? They want to say that we apologize for dropping the ball and falling on our face and interrupting, you know, some of you guys' most pivotal shows. So, you know, I had to tap them on their chin, you know, after Tuesday's show and what have you. So... You know, they're making all sorts of apologies and concessions and saying that they were hacked and all this ridiculousness. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, so that's 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 where it's at with that. And they assure us that they won't be making those same mistakes so they got their shit together. So, you know, we'll see. So we're going to have to do the Makiba Judge show all, all over or they be able to retrieve that? They said that they were not able to retrieve that. No, okay. that is not in the archive. 
that is a missing piece of history. It's vital, and we will be bringing the system back. And I am actually going to be working on, I'm working on a remix version of that program because we got, you know, we got some feedback from some heavy hitters that want to add on. So, you know what I mean? We're going to come back even more powerful with that particular show, that segment, that topic. All right? Okay. Yes, sir. Did you make that, that lecture, by the way? No, sir. I was uh, filming oh. a video that, yeah, I was filming a video that day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. I got feedback, though. Thing... They said that was a power. Yeah, people said that was a good lecture. Yeah. I'm going to let this thing rip, you know what I'm saying, for like 10, 15 minutes because the, okay. uh, the guests are due very shortly. And, um, yeah. So let's get into it. All right. Peace and love, you guys. It's yours truly, Nefer Peacock Nubia, um, coming to you to talk to you about the Scorpio full moon that's happening Thursday at, I believe, 3.59. It is... Uh, Yes, 3.59 Eastern Standard Time. Of course, you guys, you know, I always reflect to my notes that I make for you guys when I do my research on what's going on um, in the cosmos or just in, in the world, period, you know, whatever it is that the the I and I gives me to speak with you guys about, okay, for the betterment and upliftment of all our, our whole self, our better self, our higher self, and so that we may have the most abundant um, in terms of love, peace, bliss, prosperity, health, okay? It's mind, body, and spirit, the Holy Trinity, and all of those have to be balanced in order to have a fulfilled life and to be a beautiful addition into anyone's life, whether that be our family, um, um, coworkers, business partners, whomever that comes across our path will be an infinite um, gift, a beautiful gift to them and bring love and light wherever we go, Okay? So, back to this time, I hear my reggae gem in the background, which, you guys, let me make that as a side note. It's a good thing, it's a good idea, to, if you don't do this already, to every day um, get yourself in a positive mood, to raise your vibrations. People always ask me, how are you so happy and when this may happen and this may happen? I'm like, I'm always raising my vibrations to my higher self. I'm like... You know, like they say, no worries, no problem. No worries, no problem, mine. You know, I got my reggae playing. Right now, I'm also drinking my beautiful concoction, which is, um, this in here is, well, two tablespoons. You see how big it is. It's a big cup, okay? Um, two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, alkaline water, um, about this much of lemon juice. So, what, that's like two, three tablespoons? I, I make my highly saturated. I'm lemon juice. What else is in here? Cayenne pepper, about one, two, three, four, five, about five or six shakes of cayenne pepper. Um, oh, and honey. And I just turned the honey over and squeezed. <laughs> but not a lot. And this is good tonic for giving energy and for cleansing and lemon juice and for cleansing. So you always want to do things that raise your vibration, especially right when you're about to go into a high, intense time, such as the Scorpio full moon, a lunar eclipse, because Scorpio is fiery, it's passion, it's intense, it can bring up a lot of unresolved, deep, deep embedded emotions to really help you get to the bottom of things and figure out 
what you need to do to take yourself to the next level and be happy and prosperous and successful and content. Because that's really the goals. We want to reach contentment, okay? Um, that nirvana state, you know, that Zion state, you know, that, that peaceful place. So I'm going to always refer back to my notes. Um, so if you see me looking over here, that's what I'm looking at. Like I said, the full moon is Thursday, um, April 25th, 2013, at 3.59 Eastern Standard Time. Adjust your time, okay? This is going to also be a partial lunar eclipse, which whenever you have an eclipse, it intensifies it even more. And lunar eclipses are about ending a chapter, um, about letting go, um, surrendering and just closing doors, so to speak. Um, let it go on all levels of your being, okay? And don't overanalyze whatever is uh, presented to you during this time. Just embrace it, write it down. Um, if you want to burn it, burn it, which is a good way to release anything that you don't want. I usually do that on full moons. Anything that I don't want in my life, I write it down, I pray over it, and I release it to the universe, and I burn it. and let it go, okay? Um, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, this is the first lunar eclipse of two more to come, which is five all year. But these three are back to back, so it's a serious time, and this is the beginning of that time. Now, this is going to highlight unresolved emotions, which is often reflected in our actions and behavior that involves annoyance or anger. So instead of um, reacting whether you're the person acting out in anger and annoyance around this time, and you and hopefully this daunting head and it clicks whenever you get angry, and you're like, oh, wait, hold on. It's the universe, it's this moon, and this cosmos, the most high is working through the cosmos to show me something about myself or my relationship or my life that perhaps I need to change so that I can get to that place that I've been trying to get to, that peace, that, that money, that, that, that health, that, you know, that higher self-consciousness and lifestyle, okay? Um, and so instead of reacting, consciously ask yourself, write this down, what emotions, beliefs, and behavior do I still need to heal and perhaps eradicate? Emotions, beliefs, and behavior. Those three things right there limit us dramatically. And it is about not being... Um, egotistical and saying, well, no, it's because of this. No, it's because of that. Whether it's the past or somebody else. No. Really humble yourself and say, and take responsibility for your life and say, okay, I'm, I get angry when this happens, but you can control you getting angry. You can control, um, you have to learn how to control your emotions. And it takes practice, but you can do it. And also meditation does help, okay? And meditation also helps from you overanalyzing, overthinking things to where you do feel like, no problem, man. Everything I read, everything I read. People always asking me, how you always smile and how you always happy, how you always bubbly. And you've been through this, 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 this. Because I consciously make an effort to like drink my teas, detoxify, listen to my reggae music, you know, dance around my house, eat happy food, work out, have positive friends, call my friends, let them know that I love them. You know, um, take those those calming baths, you know, go for those walks, have that glass of wine, you know, whatever it takes that's a positive you know, even having sex, making love, whatever it is, you know, pleasing yourself, <laughs> that's a positive vibration that keeps you on the up and up, okay? And you want to balance out that whole 
pleasing yourself thing and also sex and certain things because too much of anything is not good and we're trying to stay in our higher self and get out of that red chakra energy okay and get into our our green heart self which i'm wearing green today which if you guys didn't know whatever colors you're wearing does influence your mood so be mindful of that as well green activates the heart chakra moving along this is the ideal time to see how you relinquish or use your power Scorpio is all about power. Are the old ways of managing your power working for you? Now, if you're like, what power? I don't have any power. You have power. We all have power. You have power if you're a mother. You have power if you are um, a, 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 a work at a job or you have power if you're a business owner. You have power just for waking up in a day and being a co-creator made in the divine image and likeness of the most high. If that's not power... I don't know what it is. It's just putting up a vision board of what you want to manifest, of meditating on what you want to manifest, and saying without a shadow of a doubt, this is going to happen for me. I don't care what you say. This is going to happen for me. That makes it come to pass just by speaking it, by praying for it, by affirming it. You have power, okay? Lots of it. And it's time that you took control over it, recognize it, own it to change your life. You all have this. We were all made in the divine image and likeness of the creator. Now, that is what I like to think of when I think of God, goddess, goddesses. And I can get into that later because that's a whole other subject and a whole other video. Because I do not believe that I am a god, but I do believe that I have God potential, extreme God potential, because I'm made in the image and likeness in the reflection of that divine power and creatures energy, and I've seen myself easily create anything that I want and need and desire. Okay, but I'm not the I'm not God. I'm not the all. And if you ever get to the point where you think you're God, you will be destroyed. That's just my point. You can't. Can you make an earthquake come right now? Can you make a tornado outside? Can you build a mountain like that? No, clearly you're not God. So stop it. Okay, back to what I was saying. I know. Hopefully, I didn't throw you guys off with that because I really want you to stay focused on the Scorpio full moon. And that's a whole other video for a whole other day. Okay, let's get back to this because this is very serious, okay? Now, during the Scorpio full moon, you can let go of the old, which Scorpio is a sign of death and rebirth. They're always dying and rebirthing, always, always, always. So let go of the old, which is the death, and rise from the ashes like a phoenix and create something new, which is about rebirth. Create a new self, create a new world, create a new life, create a new job, create a new idea, it may feel difficult to do so. You know, change is not always easy, especially when we have grown attached to whatever it is or whomever it is that we've grown attached to. Um, but Scorpio helps us to take responsibility for actions that stop you from getting what you want. Okay? Some of you may not like what you see, but know that you are being guided for your highest good towards healing and spiritual evolution, okay? Now, the theme for this time is emotional cleansing. <laughs> Speaking of cleansing, I'm cleansing. <laughs> Drinking that tea, too, has helped me cleanse. Excuse me, my nose ring keeps moving. So don't think I'm digging in my nose. It just keeps moving. <laughs> but the theme is emotional cleansing time. Don't overanalyze, again, what is presented to you. Just let it go and be happy and be peace. Because like I said, the Scorpio time is going to present some challenges for you. It's going to bring up some 
some things that were bubbling under the surface because you have to get to the root of really what's going on with you. You may think it's one way. You may think that you're unhappy or you're unsuccessful because of um, your job or another person or certain circumstance or your city or whatever. There's nothing limiting you. Limiting you. You are, uh, like I said, made in the image and likeness of the Most High, so you can manifest whatever you're at, whatever it is that you want. So you have to get down to the bottom of what it is. Sometimes even just having too many toxins in your body can keep you unhappy and make you depressed, which is also another blockage from getting what you want, okay? So we really have to get down to the bottom of this. So this is the time to do so. So you're going to ask yourself these questions. Now, um, this is a balancing act right now, a time, well, which is going to be a time because this is Tuesday, that's Thursday, um, which, you know, we're starting to prepare ourselves for that full moon energy coming in. Um, for content tours... And ravenous Scorpio, balancing that energy. Taurus deals with past personal values, the material world, security. And Scorpio rules transformation, change, destruction, and strips away its faults and corrupts. And you are being called to destroy your shadow side and transform into the light. Now, I know it's a balancing act, balancing your higher lower self, but really our lower self doesn't really do us any good ever, ever, ever. So let's really come out of the shadow of that, you know, of those things that are holding us back that we know are no good for us, whether, um, you know, no one knows, you just know, or everyone knows, or or, or it's a, between you and another person, or if it's just a personal issue, okay? Let's, let's heal that. Okay. Scorpio rule is the eighth house of death and reincarnation. What a tremendous time to reinvent yourself. Okay? Think about that. You can reinvent yourself in so many different ways so easily every single day just by taking smaller steps towards the newer you or the you that you want to be, you know, whether it's today I'm going to work out, go walk every day at 7 o'clock or, you know, change my hair color, which is something I like to do or um, wear um, whatever it may be, whatever it may be, you know, whether it's fasting, stopping habits. Right now I'm in the seven-day fasting TV. I don't watch a lot of TV anyway. But I really said I'm going to shut off my TV unless it's on the music channel um, and really get into finishing reading my books and, and making sure that I do my daily routines that I need to do every day, work out every day and, you know, take my day, make sure I focus and do my daily detox. But people always say they don't have time for this and don't have time for that. It's not true. You do have time. So let's, let's make it time. Um, you just choose to use that time and do other things, such as watch TV. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, family. All right. She was peeling the layers back. You can hear the rest of her breakdown on YouTube, okay? YouTube.com backslash true divine beauty, and that's T-R-U. All right? Like that crew out True. T-R-U. Shout out to C. Murder. C. Murder. We see you. You out, dear? Oh, Tracy Murder. Shout out to Young Turk. Oh, that's the wrong click, right? <laughs> Took the shaka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nigga, you, you, you pattern your I rap. I remember Ray used to want to be Took the shaka. 
I'm like, nah, nigga. I remember Little Romeo. I remember you used to have Little Romeo ramen session. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. Yes, indeed. Um, you know, she definitely touched on some points and sure. laid the uh, opened up the talk or the conversation for where we're about to take it tonight. You know what I'm saying? Making these connections and continuing the conversation that we had last week pertaining to the three prior uh, eclipse. You know what I'm saying? Now we're going to delve into what is on the horizon now. Like I said, you know, astrology is the oldest science on this planet. So a lot of other things have taken precedent, and a lot of people are lost in conspiracy and scratching their heads. Why not just utilize the tools that have been made available for you to see things for what they are and then plan accordingly and then move forward with that energy, okay? So absent of all conspiracy, you know what I'm saying, devoid of all disillusion, dealing with a certain sense of clarity, we present to you tonight's episode, right? And we are calling it Tales of the Three Equinox, okay, because these Equinox are telling the story and their connectivity, the fact that they're back-to-back-to-back is very special. We're living in marvelous times, family, all right? I won't allow you to sit there and just act like everything in life is so random these days. There are miraculous things happening, and people are shook because they see other things happening, and they don't understand that all of this plays hand in some sort of change. So change is upon us, all right? We want to utilize you with the tools needed and necessary for you to make your transformation as we ourselves are making our own. I'm sure that there are people out there that want to share their full moon Scorpio eclipse stories. There might be some transformative things that are going on right now in people's everyday life. Let me explain something real quick because you said something about your phone. And, you know, when Rob Koo comes on, hopefully you get a chance to touch on this on Tuesday, right? Yeah. Right before the show, I lost my phone, B. Lost your jack? Let me not say lost because I don't like, you know, owning that particular energy because I don't feel that I actually, quote, unquote, lose anything that is, you know, in my possession and in my energy field unless those things are being removed to bring better things in. Now, I still took it as a sign, okay? It was it was, it was, was misappropriated or mislocated, should I say. I had just came from, me, from a meeting with the Mooney Twins, right? We were talking about that Illuminati money. And um, my transportation was a nowhere to be found, and I had to get back to side of town where I was at to mix up some more Seymour's to bring it to order on another side of town all the while during the show. So instead of heading up towards Hollywood, I had to go back towards Crenshaw. So I'm like, damn, I got to get on the bus. I don't have time for nobody, you know what I'm saying, to be waiting on someone and they get caught up in traffic because traffic's like that. Traffic will make you miss the meeting of a lifetime out here. You got to give yourself two hours. So uh, on some real shit, you know what I'm saying? So I'm waiting on one corner for the bus, right? 
and I see yeah. the bus comes on a whole nother corner. So I'm like, what the hell? Right? So, you know, you don't got time to figure out what happens. And the thing out here, B, yo, they don't play that. You cannot run in the street and jaywalk. They don't play that jaywalking shit. I know it's like very foreign concept to New Yorkers, but it's a stringent policy out here that's enforced by the policy enforcers, and I know how we feel. If you're ready to take it, take the hit on the chin and sit there and give them all the sovereign information that you want, you can do that. But it's going to slow you down and it's going to hinder you nonetheless. You could take it to the mat with them. I'm not saying that you can't if that's your thing. You could totally tear the veil off and un- unveil the entire fraud if that's your thing. And but if you're in a rush, yeah, if you're in a rush. You unveil the whole the, United if, States if of America de-jaw system at traffic court. Yeah, you could do it all. But if you don't want the hit on the chin, if you're in a rush and you can't take the delay, it's kind of not even worth it because they enforce that shit out here. You'll get prosecuted for that before murder out here, okay? <laughs> so, you know, nonetheless, you know what I'm saying, um, I had to I had to Damon Dash right in the middle of the street, you know what I'm saying, red light and everything. I had to run between cars to catch this bus. So... I'm on the bus, right? And I had just got this plate of quinoa and um and cam from this spot called Cafe Gratitude. So I couldn't wait to eat, see what they food was about, because I heard that's the business. So I sit down and I start yomping and chomping or what have you, and I don't even notice that my 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 jack didn't go off because I had just sent you a text, right? And I sent my whiz a text. And I ain't, I ain't get a response from either one, but I was so engulfed in eating. And then I kid you not, when you were on the bus of L.A., that shit within itself is, like, Soul Train 5, like, <laughs> oh, nah, Soul Train nah. 6, like, nah. Yeah, nah, nah. I'm fully aware I don't of I don't, the yeah, I don't know. I don't know if any clips ever made it to uh, World Star from, you know, the L.A. transit bus system out here. Oh, it's ratchet. But the shit I already be know. turned up. Yeah, <laughs> like this it's is like three reality shows simultaneously. This is where you see the class of coaches at, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see things that's just... <laughs> you see things that you never think that you would see, and it's all live. You know what I'm saying? It's like live wire. I don't see it at all. So... I'm engaged with, like, four different things that's going on, and I'm not even noticing my phone's not going off. So now I'm an hour removed from where I just left. I get off the bus, right? I throw the box of food away. I go on my bag. I pull a CMOS out, and now I'm going for my phone so I can check to see if I got any responses on the text because that's also the thing. I be getting texts and phone calls, and I don't even see my phone deeper, what have you. I got all sorts of communication issues with this jack. So I reach for the jack. Jack is gone. Jack ain't there. I get a full pat down. You know what I'm saying? No signals. So I'm hit. It's like 20 minutes to showtime, probably like 30 minutes to the show come on. And I don't know where the jack, I don't know if I dropped the jack on off the bus that I just got off, and I didn't hear anything fall when I dashed for the bus. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, scratching my head trying to figure this shit out because any option that I make is an hour out. And I'm thinking about the show, 
but more so I'm thinking about what I have just potentially lost by way of my contacts. I mean, you know, people need to communicate. Um, I've been waiting on these orders, and that's another thing. Like, I had missed a uh, order that I was waiting on for some CMOS, and that jacked me up. You know, the customer, like, it just would be the worst time ever. How'd you find your phone, bro? Not have lines of communication. You feel me? Yeah. I'm scratching my head. I'm like, damn, what am I going to do, B? So I jumped back on the bus that was headed the way that I just got off, and I asked the bus driver, you know, where is your bus depot at? You know what I'm saying? Is there any possibility that if I left something on there, you know, I could catch up to the bus and it still will be there? He was like, well, if the bus is still there, but chances are it's not going to be there. And he said the depot will be another hour out. So... I took it one stop. Spirit was like, that's not the way to go. Spirit said, go the other way, okay? So I'm going to condense the story. I jumped off the bus. I got on the other side. I waited for like, had to wait for like 20-something minutes, and I did some real deep soul searching, you know what I'm saying? The whole theme of what this moon is about. I had to really focus on and see what have I been doing that has been neglectful by way of communication because there's always a lesson being taught, okay? And if nobody else wants to admit to it, I can speak for myself. When things like that happen, all right, that's the big homie showing that there's a certain things that you got to pay attention to. You're being neglectful, you know what I'm saying, of certain lines of communication. So when I was able to dig deep and I got the understanding of that in particular uh, situation, you know, the infraction, and I made amends for it, okay? I made amends for it with myself because I don't believe or attest to a mystery God. You know what I'm saying? I know that uh, if I am giving alms or what they call quote-unquote prayers, I'm, I'm, I'm connecting with a, a, a higher source of my own self. You know what I'm saying? I'm a reflection of the all. But I understand that connection. But that still doesn't mean that, you know, I ain't got my own shit that I need to clean up every now and then. So I made that connection, and, and you know what I'm saying? Everybody that been in the pokey, that been in the cage, you know them little situations that you have when you talk to your higher self, look, man, you get me out of this situation. I ain't never, mm-hmm. ever, ever, ever going to do that shit again. <laughs> and all of a sudden, they call your name in the cell crack. And you got to live up to that? Hmm. So it was one of them situations where I visualized real hard as to what may have happened. And as a result of what may have happened, where my phone might be, okay? And at this point, I didn't even expect to find it. I just wanted to find a chip because I got mad contacts. I got the poetry. I got all sorts of stuff on my phone. You know, I got pictures I can't let out. I was like, look, I got to find this jack. You know what I'm saying? If nothing else, let me just retrieve the trip, the chip, because I figured the phone would have been run over. If, in fact, I ran in the street to catch the bus, I'm figuring if the phone fell, it had to be in the middle of the street. So I'm just like, look, let me just salvage what I got to salvage. I'm going to miss the show. I had my laptop. I would have jumped on my G-chat, if anything, and let the family know what was going on. But lo and behold, 
I get back to the spot, to the location of where I made the Damon Dash at, and in about within three to four minutes of searching for my jack, I found it in the shrubs along the side of the street. Now, herein lies the benefit of having a 2G phone. Because had I had an iPhone or a Samsung 3, you understand? You could have forgot about that one there. You dig what I'm saying? But not even the Mexican could do anything with the shit I got. Uh, but they threw the shrubs. You know, it was tightly tucked away. Like, it was just waiting for me on the side in the shrubs. Feel me? Battery yeah. was missing. They got me for my battery, but everything else was still intact, you know? So I got a chance to retrieve, right, because that whole loss aspect is dealing with Saturn, you know. I fi- figure the, the, the whole having to look within being forced to not only look within but now make amends and make alms for certain things that I know, you know, just wasn't the right way of doing things. So with all that being said, you know what I'm saying, I was put back into a, a particular situation where I could communicate with the world and my world ain't caving or what have you. But had I, had I lost hope, you know what I'm saying, and have I bought, had I bought into that whole concept that I may have lost something and started lamenting for myself and over that situation, yeah. you know, or just giving up and not went back, traced my steps, or listened to that voice, had any of those things happened, I'd have been in a whole different position right now. You feel me? Yes, sir. So I'm glad everything worked out for you, bro, man. Yeah, I just wanted I to know share that, that feeling. Yeah, I know that feeling. As much as we talk crap about, we ain't attached to these electronics. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you let it. Like my phone was off. What was that? I didn't pay my bill one night, and my jack was off the next day. Like I totally felt incomplete. Like I just felt, I, I felt like I wasn't contributing to society. Like I wasn't a part of life. Yeah. Like I know they got AA. You know what I'm saying? They got NA and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't gonna be too long before they have FBA TA. tablets anonymous. <laughs> FBA and TA, you know, smartphone yeah, anonymous. anonymous. You know what I'm saying? Like it is, it's a real. When you feel that disconnect, the world just gets mad small. And anybody that's been there, you could be surrounded by a million people, and you just feel lonely. You're like, oh shit, I lost my contacts. You know, I'm in a weird place. I'm in such a weird place. Like I, I got homesick and everything for a second. You <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to give it up look, and come back yeah. home, right? Yeah, look, man, it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? A disconnect. And we're going to talk about that. You know what I mean? We will talk about that in depth as well. But look, I want to um, actually jump into tonight's program because I see that we do have the family in the building. You know, I just wanted to say that and set it off, you know what I'm saying, with the family as a testimonial of this transformational period and certain times when you get pushed and forced to the altar. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I want to 
with no further ado, I want to go to the phone line and bring in caller from the 516. 516-881-516. Caller. Peace. Peace, Lord. You need to um bring in your 215-370 number first because Cosmo Chris then did, did her little homework on this too. She has done her little homework on this. And I want her to go ahead and, and, and share what she has discovered regarding the polarity of these two energies oh, involved. Oh, for sure. You I'm going to do that. And my dissertation my dissertation going to be a little bit longer because this eclipse is a, is a three-eclipse cycle here. And it's not just one eclipse going on. Eclipses come right. in pairs or, or triples, yeah. And I got, you yeah. know, something to share with the family with that regard regarding that process. And it's my a cousin Mark, who is in just, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just, and we just calling that phrase. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he in there too. And he got something that he need to add on to the polarity. So I'm going to right, what number is he calling from? Um, he calling from the 716563. Okay. I see, I see both of them and I'm going to pull them in real quick. Can I do this first with your permission? You know what I'm saying? Before we set it off, I see, I see the Lord A. A. Rashid in the queue. Oh man, please bring please yeah. bring the God in, man. He's yeah, my day maker. Indeed. Call him from the three one zero three one zero six eight nine. show last Friday um, and I want to thank you both for coming forth and bringing the energy you know what I'm saying and what I what I bore witness to throughout the remainder of the week you know what I'm saying is somewhat of an unveiling of just so many other things that have been happening that connect and coincide with the conversation that was started last Friday and it's like the energy and the conversation is just folding onto you know, onto itself, it's, it's, it's just more and more pieces and elements that are opening up to really show that, you know, we have the conversation of the future. Mm-hmm. And, sure. um, in particular, you know what I'm saying, this, this, this reoccurring theme of the twins and the brothers, you know, mm-hmm. and the number eight. And today is the 26th. Shout out to the 26th as well. I <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And just synchronicities that, you know, every everything falling exactly the way that it needs to be. And us personifying these cosmological expressions, you know what I'm saying, in the here and now, we, we truly are, you know, superheroes, you know, of this day and time. So 
just wanted to continue that conversation because, you know, you guys definitely are taking it somewhere where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Well, uh, we have three eclipses, um, two of which are in the sign of Taurus and Scorpio. And I, I heard a little bit of the sister who was just on. Um, I heard a little bit of her. And she was speaking about the two energies. I just wanted to add on to that. Um, how polarity in the chart, there are six poles, you know, um, meaning there are two signs and six, I mean, there are six pairs of two signs, six pairs. And which makes up the the complete circle of the twelve signs. And when you examine both of the signs on the poles, they are they work in tandem. You know, a lot of people say you know opposites attract, or um, you know that the, that like Aries is opposite of of Libra. But I like to say that they are more um, polar complements. You know, because they work hand in hand. Um, they fill in the gaps, or there is a there is a contrast, but they're not. I wouldn't say that they're opposite. So, examining um, Taurus and Scorpio, you know, you can't have one one energy li- without the other one being present. And for example, Taurus. One of the key words for Taurus is "I have," you know, "I possess." And one of the key words for Scorpio is I desire. Now, you don't have a desire for something unless you've already examined what you have or don't have. You see how that polarity is there. The two work together. When you um, when when you think about Taurus, and Taurus is about your personal possessions, you know, uh, the money that you make on your own or through your own your own efforts, your own personal energy. Um, and Scorpio is the energy of, you know, money that you can get from other people or, like, uh, money that you inherit or money that you uh, financial dealings coming from um, credit or loans or, you know, banks, um, you know, when you when you get money from these people. And Scorpio comes after the sign Libra, and Libra deals with contracts, agreements, you know, a commitment. And that's when you say, because any bank loan that you, um, that you get, it's about making a commitment, making an agreement, you know, uh, what do you have to put up to, you know, if I give you this money, what what is the agreement? What is the terms of the of the contract, you know? When do you want to pay me back? All of that kind of stuff comes from, um, that's why Libra comes before Scorpio. So that's the difference between the two as far as the, the finances go. Now, uh, Taurus is also the sign of growth. You know, it is the sign that comes after Aries. Aries is all about initiation, and now you have to use the Taurus energy, which is growth, to 
I mean, you have to use determination in order to uh, grow what you initiated in Aries season. And so, um, and it's also about staying grounded. You know, uh, Scorpio energy is, is going to the extremes. But Taurus energy is staying grounded, you know, maintaining that sense of calm or, um, you know, that, that reliability or, or uh, yeah, the reliability of it all, dependability. Um, you also have the Taurus energy dealing with acquisition, you know, how you go about uh, making money for yourself or providing for oneself. Um and then the Scorpio energy is is um is acquiring things for your partner or or when you go into business with someone like I said the the Libra energy is the is the um the contract or agreement or committed relationship you know and so the tar the Scorpio side is the money that comes from that committed relationship or how you two merge your finances together, you know. Um, and that's why it is a water sign, because it's, when you have liquid, you can merge the liquid together. Once you put, once you mix a jug of, of red water and a jug of clear water and you put it into a new jug and it, mix, it mixes and it's like a pinkish uh, shade or pinkish hue to that water, there's no, like, separating the two after that, you know. It is completely merged together. So that's what you do when you you merge your finances with someone or you merge your your um, your um, your possessions. You know, when you get married, which is the Libra, uh, the Libra energy, you get married, and then next thing you, you think about, okay, well, we got to get a joint bank account. We got to, um, are we going to get rid of your couch or are we going to keep mine or how are we going to do this? You know, um, <laughs> my blender or yours, you know, like that's what you do when you, when you get into a relationship or when you make a commitment. So um, then we have, then we have, um, Oh, so these eclipses that are taking place in tar in on the on the Taurus uh Scorpio axis, um, this one and the one happening on May tenth, um, they are both highlighting the fact that we need to choose what serves us as far as providing for ourselves, what will ground us, which is the Taurus energy, or what our desires are no longer practical because we have Saturn, the planet of practicality and and the disciplinarian. He he's always like, um, do you really need that? Do you really know what you're doing? Because I'm going to test you on this. You know, if you if you think you're um <laughs> you're big and bad, and you know, like I'm going to make sure that you deserve to be in this particular status. I want you to earn your status. That's what Saturn always wants us to do. So being in the sign of Scorpio, it's like, okay, I'm going to pull back um, the, I'm going to make you work hard for those desires that you want, you know, or I'm going to take away those things that you think you need or you think you desire or you think that represents wealth or power. I'm going to take away those things and really show you what um 
what you need, you know, really, really uh, make you address, address what you, you know, what you need, you know, put those desires into check. Um, let's see. Also, if you think about this, Scorpio energy deals with, you know, an extreme emotion, you know, an extreme emotional expression. So we're talking about resentment, um, jealousy, uh, sexual arousal, you know, any of that stuff, uh, coercion, powerful, like the power of suggestion is a Scorpio energy, a Scorpio trait. And you know that any of those energies can come out when you when you see someone is trying to um, come at your possessions, or you know, like um, <laughs> if they if somebody trying to get your money or whatever, then that then that resentment will pop out, or you'll go to uh, fury or rage, you know, especially even even if you uh, see your mate as a possession, you know, oh she tried to get at my man, no no no. I'm, I'm gonna get her, you know, like that. That that kind of thing comes out. You see where the polarity, where uh, you know, you can't have one without the other. With that, uh, Scorpio also deals with decaying and restoration. You know, um, being able to recycle things, and Taurus deals with buying and selling. You know, um, so. You have things that you buy, just like when you go into the store, you buy a bottle of water, and now what are you going to do with the bottle of water? You can throw it out, or you can recycle it, or whatever. That's the polarity between the two. You know, how can you reuse this thing? How can you um, restore it? And also, another thing would be, like, um, if you have a family heirloom, which again is Scorpio because it's an inheritance thing thing that you inherit. Um, you have a family heirloom and it's been passed down, passed down, and it starts to decay. But somebody's like, you know what? That thing needs to be refurbished or it needs to be uh, re reupholstered. You know, if it's a chair or something that needs to be re, re uh, restored so that it it can be useful again. You know. Um, and then you can you can sell it or you can you know pass it pass it back down you know continue to pass it down or whatever, but those two things go hand in hand. Also, Taurus is the the energy of uh, it's the sense of touch, and you know Scorpio deals with the sexuality you know so when you have that sense of touch when when one touches you and. Uh, appeals to your senses and all, then you have that sexual arousal. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> they go hand in hand. Uh, also, let's see. So these these eclipses that are taking place um, for Aries and Libra, that deals with their financial houses and their personal possessions and their partners' um, personal possessions and you know, how they're going about their finances. We're talking taxes and um, loans and, you know, um, I wouldn't be surprised if some of those folks get audited or, you know, just have to deal with addressing um, student loans or any of that stuff, um, you know, and, and also selling or buying, making huge purchases. But my my uh, advice would be really to cut back 
or or really evaluate what you really need and what you don't need, what no longer serves you. Because Saturn being at play with this eclipse, and especially the the um, the full moon being right next, applying to Saturn, Saturn is like, yo, be careful, you know, make your make that money stretch, you know, I'm gonna give you this loan, but you gotta be careful with it. You gotta show me that you know what to do with it, because Saturn, it, it slows things down, you know. Um, and then you have the, the Mars and Venus sandwiching the sun on the other side of this eclipse, and the Mars and Venus in uh, in the sign of money is like, oh, I want that quick money, you know. But it, it's in the sign of Taurus, so it's like... Uh, Again, slow things down. Taurus is, is a slow, grounded, you know, if you think about how a bull cannot change its direction at the at the drop of a dime, okay? When a bull is charging in one direction, it has to, it takes a while to slow down to stop and change change direction. So that's, that's what you can think of when you're thinking about the Taurus energy, and how money is going to how, how money's going to be, you know. So again, don't buy things that you don't need, especially for the Aries, Aries and uh, and Libra folks. And that's rising and sun sign. For Taurus and Scorpios, this is the personal expression, you know, things that enthuse you, how you express yourself, even how you look, changing something about your look. Um, and also dealing with your relationships and your commitments and how you're going about making your commitments, you know, addressing those things and uh, really uh, focusing on that those desires, like I said, really um, seeing what serves you and what doesn't, you know. And your partners, especially for the Taurus folks, your partners may be depending on you, um, you know, depending on loans or going through a financial situation where they have debt that they're trying to, you know, get get rid of or um, or debt that they have to address. Um, then for the Gemini and and Sagittarius folks, this happens on their the eclipse happens on their uh, their work and rest. Um, axis. So we're talking about the 12th house and the 6th house. So this is dealing with their diet, um, getting the proper rest, you know, don't be stressing over money, uh, don't stress, you know, really try to make a, a, a practical plan of how you're going to address your finances or um, getting more responsibility at your job or even losing a job and that having to address that. Uh, also, you know, being more disciplined with your diet, like I said, exercise routine, that is something that you need to address. Um, and again, the appetite, that's another Taurus thing that I didn't mention, but the appetite is key, you know, what what you are, um, you know, your appetite and your desires go hand in hand. It's like when you have a taste for something, then it's like, ooh, I got to go get that. You know, you're, you become obsessive about getting that fixed, you know. So, um, so these uh, the Gemini uh, Sagittarius folks need to address those habits and those addictions, you know, or addictive behavior patterns. For Cancer and Capricorn, this 
these eclipses happen in your uh, networking house, your networking, your uh, friends, your associates. There are some moral issues that may pop up or some money issues that pop up with your friends. Um, and also, and that's for that's especially for the Cancer folk. And then for the Capricorn folk, this is dealing in their uh, in their ch- with their children or creative um, creative project that they're working on, or um, their love affairs, you know, their love life. Um, so, in any issues that are close to the heart, you know, matters of the heart. Uh, and then, um, because the 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 Sun and and Mars and Venus aspect fall in the Capricorn fifth house, then there may be some financial um, a financial cri- crisis or some bills that pop up, and it's like, oh man, you know, it's extremely frustrating um, dealing with your children, or you may have trouble getting funding for a particular project, or you know, any of that stuff. So. Again, the key here is to slow things down and be practical and don't overspend. Okay, um, then we have Leo and Aquarius. Leo and Aquarius, this happens in their um, in their home and their uh, career access. So we're talking about issues with the boss or a disciplining parent. Um, and when I say issues, it's not always bad, you know. I, I'm just saying these, um, these, at, this aspect of your life is being highlighted at this time. So that's what I mean by issues. Um, so we're talking about, you know, issues with the boss or a disciplining parent, also landlords, you know. Um, ever since Saturn went into Scorpio, I was saying how, Landlords, or um, when you when you go to get an apartment or something, the the rules and regulations are really getting extreme. You know, landlords are not playing these games anymore. You know, because um, that's just uh, Saturn does represent landlords. So because um, it's someone that you have to answer to, it's an authority figure for your domestic situation. So um, so you may have issues there. Uh, also. Lifestyle, you know, public image, and the use of time, how you're scheduling your time, uh, that is major, especially for the Leo folks. Uh, And then for Aquarius, you know, domestic situation, um, anything in the family may pop up, or, um, you know, some payment arrangements for your housing situation, um, any of that kind of stuff may be an issue, a topic of discussion right through here. And then for uh, Virgo and Pisces folks, we're talking about the higher learning, uh, the higher learning education, travel, um, philosophy, religion, any of that stuff can pop up for, especially for my Virgo folks. Um, And then we have for the Pisces folks, you know, communication issues, communication, uh, how you're expressing yourself. Uh, being careful about what you say because then it can create some type of resentment or, you know, um, or you know, just a misunderstanding, uh, especially when it comes to money and siblings too, you know, because that's the third house. Um, and having frustrations with your phone, you know, losing a phone and then having to buy a new one or anything like that is something um, that can pop up and even uh, issues with neighbors as well. So um so yeah that is 
that's what I got for you for um, the polarity between the two. Uh, the bottom line with these two eclipses, and like I said, on even on a global scale, like these energies, these these eclipses are um, are going to be quite intense for um, everyone across the board as far as their financial outlook goes, and especially for this country. You know, we haven't seen this particular aspect in. Since this country has established, and I'm talking, I'm talking about because of the fact that uh, Pluto is in the sign of Capricorn as well, and it's it's um it's sextiling this uh it's it's making a sextile, which is a 60 degree communication aspect to um the Scorpio energy of this this e- eclipse, and then it's also making a trine um to the to the Taurus energy. Um, in these eclipses. So it's been a long time since this has been, um, you know, this has come to the fore. So, uh, yeah, this is this is something else. <laughs> so we're in for a, a uh, I don't want to say a rude awakening, but we're in for something as far as the, the financial outlook for this country. Hello? Yes, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, yeah, pardon me, I had to switch to my G chat. So I don't know your background noise like. It's a little loud, but it's not that bad. But um, okay. definitely thank you for that, that, that wonderful insight. Uh, Hello? Yes. Yeah. As we're talking about, you know, world politics and things of that nature, you know, I know that um, those things pretty much are precipitated um, uh, on an economic system. And as I mentioned on the morning of the uh, the Boston bond, we saw go plunge in a way in which it never has. And uh, I was wondering whether any of the planetary energy, financial instability, your phone is is breaking up a little bit, Blue. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the brother got a. Um, clear his signal, but I was just saying that uh, thank you for definitely giving us that forecast and, um, you know, reading the signs the way that they've been written in the skies and whatnot, and uh, it's, it's, it's definitely something that the family needs to take advantage of, being able to have information that could prepare them for the future, you know, that's 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 definitely something that is not available to the uh, to the everyday layman. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, yeah, you got me. I'm looking at my piggy bank right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. but um, yeah, for all my Scorpios out there, especially, and my Tauruses, please like take full advantage of this period that's presenting itself because it's definitely not going to be here forever. That's right. 
That's right. Word. Be practical. That's the key. Yes, indeed. Definitely. Definitely. So, um, uh, is Cosmo on the line? Let me open up his line. Hold on. All right, and we have another caller. We have the other um, Cosmo physician too. Yeah, what number is he from? I believe a five one six. No, Rob calling from five one six. Is uh Mark calling from the seven one six, Chris? Yeah. All right, let me open. Let me open line first. Call us seven one six five six three. Peace. Peace. Peace, Peace to the family. How's everyone? All is well. Peace, Marco. Peace, Cosmo. <laughs> that was uh, excellent. I've been listening and uh, listened to the sister speak a little bit on the full moon. That was good. Um, Cosmo ripped it. Uh, she did a good portion of it. I would like to add a few things here. I'm not going to take up too much time. Um, as a Cosmo physician, uh, my name is Marku Amun. As a Cosmo physician, uh, I've been recognizing uh, when it comes to eclipses and polarities and oppositions, the same school of thought uh, as Cosmo has dropped with the six pairs um, there's six pairs in the zodiac, which gives us 12 signs. In a sense, there's six signs, and each of them, um, each of them have a half, just like the human body has two halves to it, you know. And when we deal with measurements and proportions, we get a half. Um, I would like to bring a visual picture. Um, on the polarity opposition, if you will, access. Um, every time you wake up in the morning and you see the sun on the ascendant or on the horizon line or when you see the sun setting on the horizon line in the west, rising in the east, setting in the west, this is, um, you're actually looking at the uh, nature and work uh, at that time of the polarity or the opposition. Um, the opposition and polarities, uh, yin-yang, if you will, for those of you who know about that, it's the half. Uh, cosmophysically, it is 180 degrees, which is half of 360. Or, And mathematically, it's 180 days which is another picture when it comes to polarity and opposition. And this uh, school of thought um, goes into numerology and all of the sciences, but originally comes from cosmophysics, if you will, or the heavens, you know, and the, the art that the sun makes. And it's important to know our halves 
our halfway points in life. You know, when like we're speaking about the full moon, when everything comes to a head, this is the point where, you know, it's full, where we dissolve ourselves, you know. Um, the polarity, I want to go also with the, um, you know, if, if you can go into the Metunetter with the, with the Asara set, you know, with the rising of the sun and the setting of the sun uh, is what I think of when I think of the polarity and the opposition and the whole saying of one hand wash the other, That's that to me would be, or that's another picture of, uh, you know, that whole saying, one hand wash the other, both wash the face. I was thinking today how, you know, uh, Taurus would be one hand and Scorpio would be another hand, and they're both washed. They both washed their hands together during this eclipse here. You know, so like Cosmo was sharing that, um, and I'm going to go into the elements how the earth of Taurus and the water of Scorpio, you know, earth needs water in order to produce the fruits and vegetation. You know, just like we might, not might, we need to spend time during this time, significantly because Saturn is time, but because the moon is there, so we need to water, you know, or expound a certain amount of emotion on certain events that we may need to structure or get in alignment, um, the brother had spoke of some things that were happening in his life in the testimonial, and he spoke about how there are things that he couldn't really control too much. Um, the moon and Saturn being together makes Saturn very, very significant on the emotions and the feelings. You know, not only the emotions and the feelings, but also our diet. You know, cutting back and restricting and limiting what it is that we intake in food, you know, because a lot of things out here are poisonous. Um, this goes into the aspect of Neptune that we'll be experiencing here coming up, the Grand Trine, but staying on topic, um, when it comes to the polarity and the opposition or this dynamic balancing act that the heavens continually play, we deal with the electric energy of the fire and the air, and we also, at this time, with the full moon and the eclipse, Scorpio-Taurus axis has to do with the magnetic energy of water and earth. If you notice in the nature, you see how all the way up to this full moon, if you look outside right now, if you look at the trees and the flowers, you can see a significant growth. You know, the ebb and the flow. Here's a picture for those. When they say, oh, the, tides have, the moon has effect on the tides of the ocean and the rivers. Yes. Also, the water and the ebb and tides within us and every anything living that has fluid in it. You know, it pulls these things out of the ground. Taurus would be the earth. And Scorpio would be the moon, the water. You know, the rain that replenishes the ground. So it's up to us as man, man <laughs> to replenish with discipline. To replenish with structure. To replenish thyself with um, discipline and cutting oneself off from the sexual appetites. I don't know 
how many of those who remember when you're playing sports and athletics, I say this only because of the strength of the sexuality within us and the power that one gains by uh, reserving, which is Saturn themselves, to expound energy in other areas. When you're playing sports, they tell you not to be physical with your partner before the game. You know, huh, why do they say that? Oh, they say that because the reserving of your energy and that water, that takes an energy. You know, I don't want to go into all the action and the noise, but you can you can see for yourself. Um, I also want to add that uh, the commitment is the polarity opposition that Cosmo spoke about. That commitment philosophy goes in, it goes in everywhere. You know, just as uh, any religious individual would agree that God is in everything, you know, everything in life follows a mathematical proportion, excuse me, with the fire, air elements and the water, earth elements. And it's a contracting. The In cosmophysics, the polarity is 180 degrees um, or half of the circle, all the way on the other side. You know, if the east, if the sun is rising in the east in the morning, all the way on the other side would be the sun setting in the west. And this is a contract to a degree. Get just as much time to rise with your day as you get as enough to fall and set. You see what I'm saying? Um, the polarity and opposition um, is definitely contractual. Um, that's where I was going. Water and earth, again, you know, um, to a degree, uh, the ground, the grass, the seeds in the ground, they uh, make a contract with uh, the raindrops. When the water falls and it goes into the ground, the, the, the seed absorbs the water, says, okay, I'm going to use some of you so um, I can, you know, lift up a little bit and get up out of this ground. Everything has a, a contractual agreement. You see, and this eclipse here is significant for being able to manage, brings us back to the key, a key word of Saturn, you know, managing our time to fulfill our purpose. And when it comes to fulfilling our purpose, it's not immediate and quick. And if you look during the eclipse, you find Mars and Venus on the other side. And you see that because we see the material gain and how much money we can make. You know, we get all our energy going, da 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 and Saturn's like, oh, slow down. You're going too fast. Slow down. Chill out. Plan yourself a little bit. I'm going to be here for two years. <laughs> okay? And um, that's a little bit of what all that is going on that I see. Um, there's a whole lot more, but I just want people to recognize most um, that the polarity opposition, this eclipse point, is a law that manifests daily, hourly, minutely, secondly. And you can measure your eclipses, if you will, or your moments by knowing a lot more about where your planets are placed or where the planets were placed when you were born and stop being so, you know, expending energy in areas that don't serve you best. I'll put it like that. And uh, that's a small piece. I'm going to let Rock come in. But I just wanted to touch upon um, that from my eye view.
Indeed, indeed. That was powerful, brother. Um, can you share with the family, uh, do you have any information in case anybody may want to uh, get a reading from you and uh, follow up also Cosmic Chris as well? Yes. Um, Cosmo, you still there? I am. You know the information. I like how you say it. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was a big bomb. Okay, we can't hear you. Hello, your phone is breaking up. Get outside under the sky so you can get that message. <laughs> that, uh, uh, that static electromagnetic impulse from that tower to your phone. Your phone is uh pick, is breaking up. Okay, I'm I'm here. Um, okay. All right, so Marku, to get in touch with Marku, his phone number is seven one six five six three four three five four. Again, seven one six five six three four three five four. Um, and we can be found on Cosmophysics Radio on every Sunday, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Pacific time, um, 8, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern, <laughs> 8 to 11. My phone number, Cosmo Chris, my phone number is 215-370-0741. Again, 215 also, you can reach me via my website, my blog, www.thecosmoreport.com. And that spells C, the, T-H-E, C-O-S-M-O, report.com. Cosmo, Chris, are you uh, in, the Philly, in the Philly area, if you mind me asking? I am a Philly native, but I okay. live in L.A., so. Oh, Okay. I'm sorry Next to hear that. 215. <laughs> no, because they have a. They have, yeah, they got an event going on, a three day event out there tomorrow. I didn't know if you were out there or not. Oh, yeah, nah, I'm in LA. Okay. Indeed. Brother Blue, you with us? Fix your phone? <laughs> give him one second. Yeah, give him one second. Is Ra Aku with us at this moment? Yeah, I think y'all turned his mic off. Okay. I'm going to let Blue handle that. And uh, do uh, is there any events coming up between the... Uh, with, with the Cosmo physicians that the family should know about? Uh, well, yeah, Sunday show. Um, I mean, we do that every week. And then also I will be speaking in uh, opening up for Dr. Leonard Jeffries on March, I mean, not March, woo, May 4th, uh, which is next, what's that, next Saturday? Yeah, next uh, Saturday. That's the Beer Bay's event. Um, bring, he's bringing Dr. Elena Jeffries to the Caress Center 
Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Shout yeah. out to Brother Sabir Bay doing his thing. Yeah. What what night do you come on his uh, radio show? That's on Tuesdays. Tuesdays uh, from 3 to 5 Pacific time on latalklive.com. And, you know, if you don't catch us live, you can always, you know, re-air it on the um on the, the computer, yeah, on the archives. You can look us up on Ustream and on the actual LA Talk Live website, the Severe Bay Show. No doubt. I want to. Uh, I don't know. If I said it last week. I want to say it again that I want to definitely give y'all a special shout out for doing such a monumental job over there at the Severe Bay Show. Um, the visual aspects of it being on Ustream. It adds a, a real, it adds another level of personality to the whole um, aspect of what you guys are doing. Y'all look like you're having fun in there. Everybody is, you know what I mean? Everybody is flowing. And, um, you know, I, I see big things for y'all in the future. You know what I mean? This is the kind of radio that we've all envisioned. You know, mm-hmm. not 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 knuckle knuckle dragger radio where they just sitting around catering to sixteen and seventeen year olds like grown people. You know, God right. has been and talking about frivolous things that are going on that nobody could benefit from. You know, you guys are tackling real information. So kudos, yep. props, and uh, you know, right. continue to do your thing. Continue to set the bar. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, peace. There's an event coming up too here on. Uh, May 5th. Okay, where where at exactly? Uh, all over the planet, really. And uh, I want this, I would like this event, I would like this event to inspire those when they do see it. Um, they say that there's going to be a meteor shower on Cinco de Mayo. And, and uh, it'll probably, Eastern Standard Time will probably be in the wee morning hours for those who stay up. If you're in Cali, it'll probably be from midnight to about 2, 3 in the morning. East would be from like 3 to 5-ish. If you stay up all night, you won't miss it. However, 40 meteors an hour, they say. Wow. So, Wow. As a cosmophysician, as a cosmophysician, you know, when you see that, you know, just let that little natural show inspire you to at least know where your sun and moon degrees are because they're eclipsed every month. And that information would be who those who are engaging in new activities. They may feel a little restricted. They want to know in what specific areas not to give up in or where they should look. Um, the blueprint, the cosmographical print is at your disposal. All you got to do is look at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, your phone is sounding, yeah, your phone is sounding like super ridiculous crazy. Sound like you on my first Sony. 
Mm-hmm. Sound like you're, you're on the Obama phone. Holla. It's a minute. But uh, we need you to open up Ra Aku's line from the 516 so he could do his thing.
and it would behoove you to find out where these two signs sit in your chart so you can know what two areas of life are offering you the widest field of growth and evolution through experience through the things that they indicate. All right? Now, I want to elaborate as much as I can on, on these three upcoming eclipses because what it is like is um, if you write in cursive, you know, and you take the letter E in cursive, it's a loop. Well, we have three loops here, three loop D loops or a, or a three-looping uh, uh, roller coaster. And you're, you're, you're in for the ride whether you want to or not. All right, you know, there's no sitting this one out. <laughs> you know, it's like it's going to rain, and you can sit in it or you can get an umbrella. But either way, you're you're going to experience the fact that it rains here. All right. Uh, the first eclipse occurs in the first part of 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 Taurus and Scorpio. All right. Now this, you know, you know, when we get into the advanced considerations of the sign manifestation, the, the very first 10 degrees of each sign is in and of itself the purest essence of that sign, all right? And then it wanes as, it, as that sign comes over the horizon or over any angular point. Or as a planet first comes into that sign, that planet is expressing that sign's expression with the most, that science frequency with the most intensity. And then as that planet continues throughout, then it, then it takes on more of its own character as opposed to the character of the sign that it's passing through. So the fact that this eclipse is occurring, this lunar eclipse is, is occurring at the fifth degree of Taurus and Scorpio speaks to the intensity of how it manifests itself. Now, we, we have to know that the sun and the moon are the strongest two celestial indicators in the sky, all right? You know, Archaic astrology said that they are the rulers of Leo and Cancer. Well, this is the heart and the stomach, and anatomically, cosmophysically speaking, the sun being the heart and the moon being the stomach, and through them, our lives entirely dependent. Even when we look at the biological process of the sun and how it provides all life and light and the process of photosynthesis for the plants and the germination or, or, or for the rest of the living creatures on this planet to depend on to eat and live, which is the stomach, the vehicle through which you measure yourself. Consequently, the sun is our heavenly father, and the moon is our heavenly mother, and it is not without parentage that you are able to survive on the face, to actually manifest and survive on the face of this planet Earth because we are born helpless, all right? As, as in any other state of ignorance, we are babies with that regard. So it is like uh, it said, Prophet uh, Ali said, honor thy mother and thy father that thy days may be long. That yeah. has a, yeah, that has a, uh, on the face of this earth, pardon me, that, that has a, uh, a literal application, and it has what we call in science a, a mystical application or a symbolic, is a symbolic pointer, because the sun is also your life force, 
you know, without the life force in your form would be like that without the sun in our solar system. The soul, the sun holds together and composes all the planets by his, by his magnetism. He holds all of the planets in their course and governs all that, that falls within the realm of his influence. Consequently, the sun is our spirit, is our life force, and it is that life force that composes all of our mental faculties, all of our anatomical at our um, organs and all of our, our physical molecules and, and structure. And when that is absent, then these things disperse. The energy, the electrons and the protons that make our thoughts disperse back into the grand pool of universal electromagneticism. The air that we breathe through our lungs and exhale in our last breath goes back into the gigantic vacuum of space from which we do it in the first place. And so the, the moon, which represents the water and, and the sustenance that we take in, all of that dissipates as well, you see? So honor thy mother, which is your highest spiritual spark, the God spark within you, and the emotional instinctual manifestation of consciousness, which the sun is manifest is a manifestation. Manifest, I can't hear you. There too. You can't hear me? Am I talking too loud? Yes. Not at all. Mm-hmm. I can hear you clearly over okay. here. Oh, okay. All right. So when we say honor thy mother and our father, then in, in, the, in the school, in the academy of cosmophysics, and in this school of thought, what I mean is from an astrological point of view, all right, understanding how the universe and the cosmos is us and we are it is intrinsic to understanding the significance of this motion. Consequently, we see them in the signs that deal with life transference, growth and evolution, which is Scorpio, all that above, all the above. Life transference and, and self-improvement would be the most basic application of, of, of Scorpio. You know, we Scorpio has a very bad reputation, and they want to talk about how it represents DK and how it represents destruction and how it represents death. But people care to see that those are only fractions of the process which it points to because it points to the entire transformative, regenerative process and creation. So it is equally as, 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 as anabolic as it is as it is catabolic. It is equally as much as a birth as it is death, okay? It is equally as painful as it is, as it is pleasurable and vice versa. And you can't ignore one half of it for the other because without the extremes of life and death, there would be no purpose here, you know? That is the whole purpose, all right, here, to live and die. You know, to live life, you know, to as my brain. To, 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 to build and, 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 and cycle and, and twirl. So in, in the sign of Scorpio, in house, in this eclipse, the moon and Saturn. And this to me says, for our people as a whole, the restructurization, which is Saturn and in Scorpio, you get structure being Saturn and to, to do it again and again and again and to approve each time that you do it is Scorpio and then the moon, the family. It is time for us to rebuild our families. 
and to focus on the family unit and to focus on doing just that, improving the position and the condition and the state of our family, be it just you and your girl or you and your girl and your children or you and your mother or your aunt and your uncle, as many people that you can touch in regards to his family, there needs be a restructurization that brings in an initiation of change for the better, change for more improvement, regeneration for growth and evolution. That is what Saturn and the moon and Scorpio screen the loudest when I, when I look at it, you know, when I hear it. And it is not acting in and of itself with that regard because it is a lunar eclipse which describes an opposition, all right? Now let me break down this opposition because oppositions are, are very key to the dynamic of interaction between any two parties or more for that matter. All right? And it is like a seesaw. You can look at the two people on the seesaw, and, and a seesaw is a lever, by the way, which makes it easier to lift things, you see? So if we don't just isolate the fact that this eclipse is in Scorpio, it is also in Taurus, and this teeter-tottering is necessary in order for it to work, and it's called what we call cooperative venture, a mutual endeavor. All right? So when we seek to uh, analyze the opposition, it is like a seesaw. You could say that A and B are working one against the other, but at the very same time that they are working through opposing motion and factorization, they are working together because B cannot go up if A does not allow himself to go down. And A cannot come back up if B will not allow himself to come down and then go back up. And it must be a mutual harmonistic, work interworking, all right? So when we, when we examine that, we see that Saturn and the moon, the improvement and regeneration of the family unit is being spoken to, is being pointed out here, okay? We need to see that, that what we need to bring that about is the harmonization and the cooperative endeavor of what Taurus represents. Now, most simplistically, you know, for the material-minded individual, Taurus is money, okay? And this will be the number one cause for degeneration, which is the negative side of Scorpio. And it will be the number one reason for improvement. Because, you know, somebody hit the lottery, they got a bunch of kicks, everybody in the house gets to eat, which is also Taurus. So we see that working on that level, on that substratum. There's a higher manifestation because before we invented commerce, we had morals. M-A-R-A-L, morality, all right? And this is, and money and morals always go together. I think uh, somebody elaborated on that earlier. You know, what you won't do for money. Some things you will not do, but you would do for money, you know. I'll ask any one of y'all to come clean up all, all, all my dog manure. <laughs> you know, for free it ain't going to happen, but I'm, I'm, I'm paying $100 an hour and I've got a line outside my house. So morals and values are involved here when we look at Taurus in opposition to the moon and, 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 and Saturn in Scorpio and, and, and take into consideration we apply it to our family unit, to our domestic situation. We need to raise our vibration and look at Taurus's uh, indications as a moral factor because it is the moral factor and the economic state that they have used to break our families apart and to 
called us to go into what we call uh, a state of degeneracy with regards to the family unit. All right? We need also look at the fact that Venus, which is what they call the ruler, but what that is indicating is that it is the chief component and the chief indicator of what Taurus represents. So where Taurus deals with morality and the moral, uh, uh, the exercise or the execution of morals, then Venus is the stagnant, passive, participle of that, which would be just morality itself. You know, that just morality sitting off as a subject. Well, now morality is in the hands of the moral one, and so to speak, with Venus being in Taurus. And morality points to values and principles, you know, as I understand it. You know, it is the, the execution of higher values and principles. And this may, must be taken into consideration whenever we look at what they're using to, uh, uh, as a lever for separation between the members of the family, between the members of our communal family, between the members of our universal family. Okay? That's just one pointer. And it is not just uh, Taurus and Scorpio here, because all of the frequency that these, that these planets indicate and point to is bouncing off, you know, all the planets from different angles. And to personalize it, for those who are born in the fixed sign, which is Aquarius, Neo, Scorpio, and Taurus, these are very important factors, morality, and using one's moral base for a means to motivate themselves because Mars is motivation. The self is the sun, and Venus is the morality and the values and the work, the sense of self-worth. We need to give light and life, which is the sun, to a moral base that will motivate our people, and we can apply this economically, we can apply this morally, we can apply this substantially, you see? That's just the first eclipse, bro. That's just the first eclipse. Because in that eclipse, we have another square, which would be a trial and, a, a, and, and a, a, an obstacle if left unheeded. It would be a, a tribulation in the end not to factor in all, all components that are being, uh, how can I say, displayed in the chart that we represent the good chart. We have in there a very strong position between Uranus and uh, Pluto, and Pluto is in the sign of Capricorn, which echoes, it repeats, it um, reverberates the energy of Saturn and Scorpio by virtue of the fact that Saturn is the chief indicator for the energy of Capricorn, and Pluto is the chief indicator for the energy and frequency of Scorpio. Therefore, we have here an echo. And as the moon and Saturn sit in Scorpio and point to the family unit, and point to the family unit, specifically the feminine side for all of our goddesses, or goddesses, as you would pronounce it, right? We see the moon inside of there in a very serious position of responsibility when it comes to the reproduction of, of, of children, and they are left alone now, you see, in, in, in the past, like, what, 50 years? 
there's been a mechanism in place, a trend that the single parent um uh, uh, um motherhood mothers being single parents in the household, having to take all the strength and holding all the power, that is the moon inside of the Scorpio. This may must not be broken but enhanced by the father making that transformation, the father being Saturn and or Capricorn. The father making that institute and that transformation. And it's not necessarily the father of a child, but any father figure, any man who would who would take the responsibility and the accountability of instigating some form of change or improvement for our people in this community, in his environment, and in the world to the capacity that he can do so without losing or hurting himself. You see? This is what Pluto and Capricorn point to. So it must be a joint, or how can we say, egalitarian movement, you know? So for all the Bible men who are hating on women, it's time for you to kill that mentality. It's time for you to kill that sentiment and embrace our sisters, our mothers, our aunts and grandmothers. And for all of our misanthropist feminists, uh, 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 I used to feminists, who find reason to hold resentment, which is Scorpio and Pluto, towards men for not being responsible, which, is, which would be Saturn and Capricorn responsibility, or to men for being cruel and cold and callous, which is Capricorn and Saturn. There must be now uh, a merger made, because as long as that separation is held, then the improvement of our family is not going to occur. It's not going to happen. You see, it isn't even about separating us as a people. They have separated us as a family unit. You see? And it's gotten to the point, like, after Reaganomics, after the, the, the scourge of crack cocaine, that families were no longer concerned with the larger family unit. Or Becky that took her kids out of the house, and she's totally concerned about her, uh, herself and her kids alone. She hasn't had time to worry about what her sister, uh, uh, Jenny, right. is doing. You see, even though wow. Jenny's starving, people, yes? Yeah. I don't know if you heard earlier when I was talking about my experiences on the bus out here in L.A. <laughs> and those are the particular I think episodes. I, about, I, yeah. I think I heard you talk about your phone, you know. Yeah, yeah, I was talking about my phone. Recovery. You know, just being on a bus in L.A., you see the results of the breakdown of the family unit, you know what I'm saying? And what happens on a personal level reverberates in society when, you know, when, when, when these children bring that outside and they have to interact and interface with the world and they have no regard whatsoever for the elders. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit that I oh, see. Oh, okay. Just I don't mean to cut you with them, but, but to point out how you reading the chart you did from an observance of reality, just to point out how the chart is pointing to that very same reality, Saturn and Capricorn are the sign and planet of respect, honor, and adulthood, elders, and maturity. You see? <laughs> you did? Yeah. Just, just the fact that, that that is there present in the sky and what they call mutual reception, the whole code of honor and respect for one's elders in the community, in the family, in society at large, is under sway here. 
Right. And I'm not casting a veil over all of Los Angeles or the West Coast, but individually, my particular experiences have bore witness where I've seen a total disregard, live and direct, like, you know, over and over and over again. But the youth out here, they just don't have that element that has been implemented or taught to them that you're supposed to respect your elders or get up, you know what I'm saying, when when the elder is on the bus just to give her the seat. Like, <laughs> they just be jumping in the seat. <laughs> but I have seen that occur uh, all over the period of my 47-year time here on this planet. I've seen it as a as a constantly degenerating, um, constantly manifesting trend throughout right. this country. I've had an opportunity to live from coast to coast, you know, in my days. And it is the same everywhere. You know, so for those who think yeah. that it's just happening in big cities, it's happening all over the place. And it and, is being And, you know, basing on them when they when, when somebody tells them, like, you're supposed to give it that shit, yo, fruit, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if you going in. And, you know, by no means am I saying that that's unique to this particular place. It just so happens that I have just been seeing it more and more frequently. You know what I mean? So, like well, you I said, that's, you, that's the energy. I don't know who that was that came on in the beginning, but they, they, they sparked a thought in me with, with regard to that, to that process there. Okay, when they when they were talking about the nature of Scorpio, and when she mentioned the higher and lower self, Scorpio is the planet. I mean, is the sign that points to the higher and the lower self. It points to the immortality of, of one's own being and composition. And consequently, because it is the sign of extremes, it represents you as your cleverest and you as your most productive. Uh, physically, it is. It is sex and, and the act of reproduction, conception and birth, and, cons- oh. and the consequent growth that comes there from. So it represents your entire journey here, you see? Yeah. And, and. and the, the, the coupling or the prolactic of, 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 of um, service in that equation points to the morals and the substance that comes there from it. You know, the, the substance that is needed in order to facilitate that growth and the substance that results from that growth there. And this cycle is, the, is one of the few that will occur this year that brings forth more than one eclipse. Now, to make it quickly, you know, because I thought I was going to be able to, until I just looked at the time, I thought I was going to be able to get into all three eclipses, but that's not going to happen. I mean, I need to be realistic. All right? But I do want to keep it short. All right? The, the second eclipse is in the sign of Taurus. So we're here in the first lunar eclipse. It's building and talking about uh, psychological growth processes that you need to go through, out with the old, in with the new, in terms of morals and values. Then it comes to a head when that eclipse occurs in Taurus. And because it is a solar eclipse, or what they call a new moon, for those who aren't under the pre-number, will experience the new moon of it. So it is the beginning of a new cycle of, of morals and values and the uh, building, the substance needed to facilitate growth and change. And we get into the third eclipse 
it occurred in the first decanate or the first portion in the fourth degree of Gemini and Sag. Mind you, there was another eclipse just the opposite, where the moon was in Gemini and the sun was in Sag. Well, this is just the opposite of that, uh, one we had back in November. So this now, they change places using the same energy. We can look to see uh, Gemini, which is the duality of the mind, and that's already begun to manifest itself, even though this eclipse doesn't manifest until the month of June, right? Uh, it's already begun to manifest because Gemini is the sign of the media, of reports, of talk, of brothers, of duality. And that sense of duality from that eclipse in November has bled all the way over to this one, you know? And the, the moon being in Sag, Sag is the sign of the highest potential, you know, reaching and aiming for your highest elevation. And these two processes that precede the lunar eclipse in Sagittarius will all blend and contribute one to each other's factor. You know, like both hands wash the other, like Marcus, like Marcus said, one hand washes the other, but the third eclipse says both of them wash the face. You see? Both of them help each other to accomplish a higher cause, a cause that is above and beyond what is presently established. You see? And this is the definition of excellence, as I see it. You know, I don't listen to Webster or, or, or Marion Webster or American Heritage. I look at the, what the signs point to, and I let that define my paradigm, you know? Because I see it manifested here um, on, on this plane that we call reality in, in all shapes and measures, you know? And I'm also trying to be mindful of the fact that there was a, a, a question to me earlier with regards to the manifestation of that duality and that twinage. And the third eclipse deals with that specifically. So we can we can jump straight to that if you would like. Blue. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Please do, brother. Oh. Okay. Well, we saw in the eclipse in November that Jupiter was in the sign of Gemini, and in this eclipse, Jupiter shall still be. In fact, Jupiter in the, in the second eclipse that occurs on May the 9th of this year, right, which is roughly um, 5 plus 9, 14 days from now, okay, we're looking at this eclipse in the 19th degree of Taurus, Okay. And we find Jupiter in the 19th degree of Gemini, just 30 degrees from it. And what that is indicative of is karmic circumstances or circumstances that bring forth inevitable recompense. And, and, and if you are part of that energy, if this aspect, any planet in your chart, then indeed the, uh, the planet that sit at the 19th degree anywhere in your birth chart. So, you know, you can go to www com, fill in that form, that information form, pull up your chart and look at the numbers that your planet sit in. And if you find any of them in the 19th degree, then it behooves you to find out what those planets are, what those planets point to. What's even more significant, it doesn't even have to be sitting in the 19th degree because these planets radiate a frequency. They trust planets. There are, the sun and the moon are said to touch planets that are within 12 degrees either side of them. 
You understand? So that means anything from 7 to uh, uh, 26 degrees is, is, is going to be uh, uh, touchable. <laughs> it's going to be contacted by the energy and in turn activated above the life of life. And then once you understand the nature of the planet being activated, you know, all you got to do is Google it. It, it doesn't really require a whole lot of genius, man. You know, you Google it, and it will give you a little bit to go on, a little bit to bear witness to. And eventually, it, that should motivate you to delve deeper into this science. That should motivate you to find a coach uh, to teach you this science, like myself, you know. And, you know, of course, I'm going to recommend me, all right? <laughs> but to, 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 to really look at how it affects you individually, you have to understand your chart. You have to know your number line. But I'm going to try to familiarize you guys with enough of what I know on our most basic level, hoping that that gives you some understanding here, all right? When we look at the duality uh, of an eclipse, the, uh, the polarity, we find that there has never been in material existence any form that wasn't composed of a dual source. So when we deal with eclipses that occur in the signs of Sagittarius and Gemini. You have to understand, you know, they say it takes two to multiply. Well, that is the polarity of Gemini and Sagittarius. You know, it takes a man and a woman to reproduce and to multiply, you see. It takes the, uh, the, the sun and its electromagnetic energy that we call light to feed the plants in photosynthesis and the moon and earth pulling gravity on a monthly basis to split the seed and bring it forth and bring that life forth from the soil, you see? And the plant is equally as dependent upon the moon as it is upon the sun, you see? Just as the form and life of a child is equally as dependent upon the sperm or the DNA, the 21 chromosomes of DNA that the father contributes and the 21 chromosomes that are produced in the ovum in the ovary, that, that are, or the ovum, that are passed and that merge and to create a life form and to generate and hold a life cell and to bring it into manifestation. So when we look at the duality of a thing, we are looking at the elements needed to harmonize, the elements needed to bring a thing to fruition, to elevation, to a higher potential, to a higher station. It is not to be taken lightly. Consequently, and let me go, let me just run all over the place with the different schools of philosophy that have highlighted this and personified it. When we go to ancient Kemet, we see that all of the deities or all of the Mturu or Nitas are born in pairs, male and female, Alpha, Alphet, Mashu, and, and um, Kefnut, Ra and Ra'at, Ma'at and Sahudi. Okay? Shut and Nebhat, or Nebul Root. And when we look at these polarities, we understand that they are expressions of, of a dynamic that occurs in nature that bring up about reality. When we go to the Greco-Roman library, we see, we see the god Tennis at the beginning of the year because he represents the duality of endings and beginnings. Now, what is the beginning of one thing but the ending of another? And what is the ending of one process but the beginning of another? And thus, this was the personification of that duality. When we look at Gemini, we're looking at both sides of the brain. 
the right, intuitive, visionary, uh, feminine manifestation of mental energy in comparison. And we make this comparison. You think as humans, we separate the two. But with the, with the left side of the brain, the masculine analytical uh, reasoning and, uh, how do you say, um, segregative thought, as, as the brother Rahuni for the mental uh, eloquently expresses in the Metsunita, you see? And it is not to be all visual and all psychic and all emotional and all spiritual because you have a physical manifestation. That needs a vehicle through which to manifest, be it rational, be it vocabulary, be it verbal, be it written, be it done physically. So it is the union of the two that is the duty of every living soul in order for the betterment of one's own being and the evolution of those in their environment. I'm kind of dry. You got a question, comment? No. <laughs> Hello. Hello. We listen to you break it down and go in, brother. Okay. Uh, I want everyone to focus on the fact that there is a, 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 a very important move motion in this eclipse between the planets Uranus and Pluto. They are in what they call square aspect right now. Okay? And this uh, is, is very important because Pluto is the planet of evolution, is the planet of the evolution of the soul. As they would, as they would word it, or the planet of lifting your nature to its highest potential and exercising that that dynamic. Once it reaches that point, you know, once it reaches that extreme uh, potential of, of being able to do good, to reproduce, to bring something about that is powerful and meaningful. All right, there's a square right now. What I mean by that is, if you're standing on the land looking at the sky then Uranus would be due south while Pluto would be to your far uh, left in the right, to your far right. That's 90 degrees. And that 90-degree angle represents a very serious dynamic for the evolution of humanity because that is exactly what those two planets are pointing to, the evolution of humanity, evolution being Pluto and Capricorn needing to be built upon, needing a structure or instruction in order to manifest itself would be what it says while it sits in, in, in Capricorn. All right, it's an echo by Saturn and Scorpio, but it's squared by Uranus and Aries. And Uranus means mankind. It points to humanity or people in groups or uh, clubs and uh, fraternities and organizations. You see, it talks about the masses, nations, and nationality. Right? It points to knowledge. And being in the side of Aries points to the fact that people around us are being self-concerned and self-absorbed, which is a lower manifestation of Aries. You see? And about what? About their material gains and possessions, how to eat and how to satisfy their creature comfort, how to acquire luxuries and money, which is all Taurus and Mars is going to be in Taurus during that first eclipse. It is going to be in Taurus in the second eclipse. You see? That was the law of dispositorship. Pardon me, I'm not going to be able to get down too deep down into how that operates because I still want to focus on this motion that, that I was called to examine. You know, if you want to 
learn how to break down all the components of these, then you can contact me while I'm thinking about it. All right? It's 516-881-6992. All right? And I, I, I charged $150 for, for an hour of consultation. You're going to need your birth date. And you're going to need your time of birth. If you don't have your time of birth, it's going to be an extra half an hour. Okay? Or uh, anywhere from 15 minutes to a half an hour for us to, through the process of elimination, determine when your birth time was. All right? But at any rate, I also teach classes for the same fee. All right? Three hours for the last three Saturdays of every month. And it's one-on-one tutoring here. And I only want serious students. If you're not diligent, your money is no good. <laughs> you see? You're a waste of time. Right? But anyway, to go to the to the third eclipse here, Mars World had still been in Taurus during the third eclipse. So we know that over a two-month period, a month-and-a-half period, Mars is, is, like, moving through. It is pointing through, pointing to the impulsive spark of self. Okay? Now, we can use that to its highest potential. When we talk about Mars and Aries, we're talking about the self, all right? But what it points to in a more common uh, universal application or definition, what we say cosmophysic delineation, right, it points to not just the self, but the motivation of self. Is it inwardly directed towards self selfishly, or is it outwardly directed towards other selves in a self-sacrificial manner. When we talk about the most simplistic definition of Aries and or Mars, we're talking about the warrior, the fighter, the struggler, okay? And this is the first sign of the zodiac because life is first a struggle. Life is first friction. Life is first an impulse, you see? And that's what it is first no matter where you go in this whole universe, Okay? And it is going to be a struggle to reach the top. It is going to be a struggle, but you have to be willing to make that sacrifice. You have to be willing to put yourself through that sacrifice. You see? And this is the reason why Aries is the warrior, why Aries is the first one to to go, why Aries is the, the spearhead, because he, in spite of everything else, puts himself out there. So this is what you must do. And because Aronis is there, and Aronis points to the masses of people all together, right, then you have to be willing to make that sacrifice for the sake of the people. Let me take it back to the first eclipse. How is the family unit going to be built upon and improved? How is the state of the family, the mentality of the family unit going to to generate into something magnificent, man, right? to the decrepit state that it is now. If you're not willing to make those sacrifices with yourself for the sake of the people that are involved. Another simplistic definition of Oranos and Aries would be the knowledge of self. Because Oranos not only points to humanity, it points to that which is intrinsically human, which is exclusively human. Okay, which is knowledge, science, technology, electricity, right? Nationality. Even though uh, uh, lawyers and, 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 and colleges have, have heard, they do not have government, you know. They don't get together and pass laws. They don't institute 
and build upon the knowledge of previous generations to create something new, to innovate. All of this and the process of what I just mentioned is Uranus slash Aquarius. Okay, but there are no planets in Aquarius at this point uh, um, in the transit and sky for us to discuss. So we're going to focus on Uranus and Aries. Now, this is being facilitated by the place of, of Mars in Taurus. So in order for the people around us to be properly motivated, which is Aries, there's going to have to be some construct that allows everyone to eat and, and to acquire, you know, a means by which to eat. And to, for everyone, must also observe or adopt a moral or a principle by which to stand upon to establish that unity, that oneness, which is Mars, which is Aries. And consequently, it brings me to the definition and delineation of Uranus and Aries when we say the unification, which is Aries, of our people, of our nation, of our inventors, of our men and women together, which is all Uranus. You see? So there, there's no room here. The heavens are declaring, or they are pointing to, let me get archaic with the English. They are pointing and indicating the, the, the necessity to, uh, to, to sacrifice oneself, to adopt a new moral and value system for the sake of the people so that self may be in a better position. <sighs> let me rest for a second. Yeah. I'm also seeing, not just, yes, sir. I'm also saying, by the time that the third eclipse manifests, Mercury and Venus culminate, they conjunct in the 19th degree of Gemini, okay? This has everything to do with the work of one's hands or the dispersion of literature and the, the uh, dispersion of the word, the proliferation of the information, you see? That has everything to do with... The, uh, on the positive note, that's what that represents. That's just one or two aspects of what it represents. But let me let me give you a, 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 some insight as to re, re, regarding to how that can manifest in a way that is not pleasant, not pleasurable. Okay, because it also points to how the media, you know, attracts and dupes and tricks the people through mental wordplay games and the manipulation of comfort or luxuries. You see. It also points to the banking system, which really would take me all the way back to the first eclipse with this lunar uh, uh, eclipse in Taurus. You know, I mean, there's a part of the fact that my mind is jumping all over the place, you know, with regards to it because I'm, I'm really freestyling. I haven't had the time to break each one of these down, which would take hours, you know, and I've been focusing on my clients, so I'm, I'm just doing my best. I would be able to do much better with a line of questioning uh, from the phone lines, you know, because then no. the people can actually express what is impressing them the most, and I can see that energy. No doubt. I mean, you know, we would definitely like to comment that you're doing your thing, you know what I'm saying, and you're weaving, you're making those connections, and it's energy, and, and oftentimes... You know, energy is dispersed. It's all over the place. And it takes a very keen <laughs> intellect to, uh, you know, to pull those things together and make sense of it all. So I think that you're doing perfect. Uh, we will allow callers, though, on the line, if they have any particular line of questioning, 
whereas they want to direct the energy, okay? In about four or five minutes, we'll take callers. So, family, if you're listening on the computer and you want to chime in, 347-637-2135 is the number. You can call in and press 1. Let your voice be heard. 347-637-2135. I also want to make mention that we do have a upcoming um, return of Hollywood Decoded. We'll be back following the release of Iron Man, which is coming out next Friday. So I believe rolling over the next Tuesday, Casey the Octagree has assembled a team of Avengers, and he will be back in the building with a timely, timely dissertation on the, the, the movie cycle and how the movie cycle coincides with exactly what we're talking about, okay? We're going to delve into it, um, and particularly... I can't wait to get into my dissertation about oblivion, you know, we call it the uh, vindication of oblivion. You know, I, I took, you know, you know, yeah, I don't, people. I don't, I want to, I want to, I want to be in on that too. So I really yeah, can't say nothing know. right now. If we will turn it into that show before it's time. That can't happen. No, nah, nah. I'm just, you know, speaking about the Super Bowl aspects of things and, and, you know what I'm saying, and I have an opportunity to bring it back to basics and, and really wound this thing up where it needs to be. So I look forward to it. I'm almost excited and delighted because everything happens for a reason, and it played out exactly how the narrative is. So, you know, I'm going to have the opportunity to to, to show that. In a way that, you know, these movies tie into everything else as well. So, you know, very excited. But, yeah. Family, okay, I want to yeah. point to that we did a show on Cosmophysics Radio uh, about nine, Absolutely. eight or nine months ago called, um, you know, How They Rob You of your sovereignty, how they use astrology and witchcraft to rob you of your sovereignty, okay? And it, 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 it really connects here because in the order of the planets that, that is referenced as the Chaldaic order, they move from the, the, the fastest to the slowest or the slowest from the fastest. This is how they are ordered. And their symbolism points directly to every single step that is taken by any government that approaches your mother, the moon, being the fastest vehicle, or being the most easiest energy to adapt to, right? Everyone loves their mother, even if she's a cool, even if she's cool to them, you see? So the moon is the easiest energy to adapt to. Everyone has known the crybaby stage of existence, you see? It is the first thing that we reach for. In the crib, when we're hungry, we, you know, we wet, we, we do, this is the moon stage. And it is in this point, it is in this symbolism that they find the tools to secure your sovereignty to the moon. They approach your mother. The next planet in order, the Chaldean order, is, 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 in speed is Mercury. So they seek from her a, 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 a signature on a piece of paper, which Mercury points to, because Mercury is names, writing, words, okay? And Venus is the next planet in the order, 
and bring this point to partnerships, and point to government, to law, to agreement and contracts. So they approach your mother with a signature on a contract, and after that comes the service that represents you, your being, your innermost spiritual being, your primary motivator, the unmoved mover within you to secure authority, which is also the sun, over your person, your real and true spiritual person, which is the sun. And after that comes the planet Mars, which is police and policy and enforcement. And they seek to enforce this contract and to bind you by it, which is next with the law, pardon me, with the higher law and the courts, which is Jupiter. It's also the planet that indicates to be able to take advantage, the opportunity to take advantage of a thing. And Saturn, for the sake of restriction, because Saturn is a restriction, and if, if, it, and if it is not uh, 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 expanded upon, which is Jupiter, and which exploitation is also Jupiter, for those who would like to think that it is the hyperbenefic and it means only good, it also means the opportunist who comes in to exploit the situation so that they can lock you in, Saturn, and restrict your motion and build upon your effort, upon your work, upon your endeavor, upon your innate life of burden for you. The outer planets are not included in this by anyone but the exoterrorists. Because when we look at the outer planets and it's Oranos, the freedom and the knowledge is what sets you free. Because Oranos points to knowledge and to freedom. It also points to rebellion. So you have to, and independence. So you must take the independent initial, initial steps to rebel against that profit, that process indicated by that order. Now, when we look at the, the first eclipse, the lunar eclipse occurring in Scorpio and Taurus, what we are here looking at is the polarity of the Marshall and the Venus, or Mars and Venus, both of them being in Taurus, the sign of banking, the sign of commerce. And Saturn, which is restriction and burdens, is being placed on the soul, where are the spirit or the element of the evolving self and the most powerful part of your own person, which is pointed to by Scorpio, no matter what sign you are. So don't get it confused here. That we're going to see motion over the next two years or so, dealing with commerce and putting restrictions on the spirit, on the growing evolutionary spirit of humanity. We're also going to see death penalty laws come to the fore in the media like they haven't done in the last 14 years. So like a brother said on my page, oh, man, that's always an issue, not everywhere, bro. It's going to become a national issue or a global issue because Saturn means penalties and Scorpio means death when we're dealing with it on a mundane plane. And it also deals with the plutocracy locking shit down. And what I mean by that is Scorpio points to the plutocracy, the ultra-rich. When we look at tourists, we're looking at millionaires, 100,000 heads. We're looking at real estate brokers and the stock market. But when we look at Scorpio, we're looking at the Illuminati. We're looking at those who make the money, not those who stack it. Those who control the money and those who are in power are implicated by Saturn and by, pardon me, by Scorpio. So when we see this opposition between the banks and the, 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 the powers, the elite that be in the world that shape and evolve the, the, uh, 
the form of our civilization on a global level, then we can look at how economy and real estate and all of that is going to come to a head more intensely than it has in the last 15 years, particularly in the last 15 years because Saturn has like a 29 and a half, a 20 to 30 degree cycle. And now Saturn opposes its place. If we look at those laws regarding economy and banking and the corporate structure that were passed in 1999 and 1998 and 1997, they will point directly to this year. Boy, you skeptics, I would love for you to go look it up and find it and tell me I ain't telling you the truth. I just want to add that in there, Lord, before we got, before we got to the question. You know? <laughs> Indeed. Interestingly well, enough, for you know, research and skeptics, you better hit your books and come correct. As you're talking about right, the Mars, as you're talking about the Mars and the Aries warrior energy, I noticed that um, Zab Judah's fighting in Brooklyn tomorrow. You know, what I'm saying his hometown, and um, I saw some of the, uh, you know, some of the pre-fight coverage and it's very intensified and what have you. You know what I'm saying? Zab says that he's back to his form and barking on De La Hoya. He's beefing with the promotions. And he's a Scorpio. You know what I'm saying? He's an October Scorpio. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Saturn yeah. is in, in Scorpio's place. He better have his regimen in order. You know, yeah. for a serious disappointment. Now, I'd have to look and compare the sinistry uh, uh, who, who's he fighting? De La Hoya? Because I'm not, I'm not a fool. No, 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 he's not Andy fighting Garcia? De La Hoya. He's fighting he's a dude fighting named Danny, um, Garcia. Danny Garcia, who's undefeated, okay, I believe I'm he's a Pisces. I'm a, I'm a humanistic astrologer, you know, above that cosmophysician, man. I need to look at their charts before I start spitting. I'm not even the type of cat that's going well or, or, or going to talk this issue. I can only speak after I look at their yeah, Charles, but I can guarantee y'all, y'all going to bet on that fight? I, I can pick the winner, you know? I can pick the winner. You can call me oh, and yeah, tell yeah. me, I'm a, you know, and I guarantee you it's going to be who it's gonna be who I say it's going to be after I look at that, after I look at that spread. Uh, I, I ain't touching the Super Bowl okay. yet. Yeah, I ain't running with this one, but what I am getting ready for is Mayweather's 44 fight, which is coming up on May 4th. So oh, I can tell you already, out. man, he's he, he, he going to be my favorite in this one, in that one. I he tell you what, fight, yeah. you know, the dude he fighting came out and said 44 was his lucky number. So he's resonating <laughs> with the energy. Yeah, he said 44 was his lucky number, so, you know. I wonder uh, who his favorite football player is. Was he, was, he, was he making that comment? Was that the universe embodying him? Or was that just him coming off a of charity up off his cat because he likes some basketball players, some football players with that number? Yeah. Look, it was, <laughs> it was evening I came from seeing Oblivion. I must have seen like eight or nine 44 stories. They had a dedication in Boston with the Boston Bruins, right? The entire team was kept in the dark. The only player that they put in the light was number 44, and he was standing on top of the ribbon commemorating the quote-unquote tragedy, and the ribbon was shaped as a four as well. So, you know, I don't know what the, you know, the shit is just, it's just the way that they're rolling them out, you know? 
Yeah. But yeah, you know, it was a headline. It was a headline in Boxing News where, you know, the dude says 44 is his lucky number. So uh, I definitely would be interested to see how that thing plays out. I'm having a a little issue with my my back office studio, trying to pull it back up and get to it so we can get to some of these callers. All right. Blue, you still with me? I mean, Rad, you there? Patience is a virtue, man. I stand on the shadow's umbrella for the next two and a half years. You know? Oh, yeah. Exercising the will to persevere through this mayhem, man. It's going to manifest, man. Through the burden of responsibilities I will be held yeah. accountable for. That and it's like, you will learn today. Shit. Yeah, and, and you're going to take you going to pay the price if you don't take heed to the Lord that he indicates or that he points to. A sadness is always making it obvious. When somebody says, they call me and they're like, yo, Rob, why is it that when I always do this, this don't work? Is it because you always you realize already that that's what's going to happen when you always do that? <laughs> do, you, do you really need to keep repeating that uh, process? The chain got to break somewhere. And this is where Saturn comes to show you in what part of your life that chain needs to be broken and rebuilt, rebound, and regenerated. You know, it's not just about destruction. It's about rebuilding. That's the purpose of destruction. In order to rebuild, we chew food and break it down so that our body can use it in the antibiotic process to rebuild. Or to build. No doubt. So in the meantime, while we uh, wait for the studio to come back up, um, Blog Talk got hey, all kind you, of issues. Hey, I'm sure did you have your own. Did you peep, Lord, how the Jupiter it represents amplification and 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 what was amplified through the through the past events over the past few months has everything to do with what Gemini is indicative of, the true brothers. The brother that was killed running, all right, that would be the brother peace. That would be the brother Gemini that was that was running Sagittarius right in the midst of the authorities, Pluto and Scorpio. I mean, I'm Saturn and Scorpio and Pluto and Capricorn. That's that kite that I pointed to on November 25th, reverberating months later, okay? How two brothers, uh, 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 that two brothers came has been manifest all the way since last November, really since Jupiter has even entered Gemini. Not only the two brothers, but there was also pairs because before the two brothers were implicated, they originally implicated two other people. You know what I'm saying? So you have these two pairs. You have the two brothers that had the, uh, you know, the black and white distinction. You know what I'm saying? Then you go back into the Super Bowl and you remember... Beyonce with her Gemini, um, you know, uh, a halftime ritual. Then you remember the stadium at 1322 at 44 separated into black and white with the lights on and the lights off. You go back into the brother concept of the Super Bowl with the coaches. You go into oblivion with the, uh, you know, the 49 and the 52 and the brothers. It's this constant, constant recurring theme about the twins and the brothers 
in the portals. There was also twin obelisks at the finish line right in front of the uh, Boston Library. You know what I'm saying? At 666 Boylan, there was these twin obelisks. So, Lord, I tell you, I pointed at it on, on, on the, uh, a couple months ago, uh, almost six months ago, when I said Jupiter was sitting in the 11th degree of Gemini. Gemini's symbol is two ones, a pair. And they have always, from the most ancient of times, even before the Romans and Greeks had this science and used it and adapted it into their ritual culture, we looked at the sign of Gemini as the pair, sure, tough nukes, okay? And in the 11th degree, which is another pair of ones, screaming 11-11 on them all day long, you know? So this is something that, uh, I, you know, I go in, you know, and not be not be for the sake of arrogance, but for the sake of recognizing the glory that this universe has put before me, you know, because I relate to you this story. No doubt. This is a living, breathing universe, family, and these programs, these shows, the, the need and necessity that we feel to have them back-to-back is to point to one of the most ancient archa- archaic sciences that we have always used to know ourselves. This show is called Know the Ledge. There's no other need to go into the effects of things when we can deal with the causation. So not only can we extract for ourselves and understand what we're looking at in the headlines and how these things aren't so random, but they're connected and they tell a story, but also with the hopes that once you see that, you can find out where you fit in this particular picture or where the planets fit in your life. You know, it will push you forward this particular line of investigation because if we know these things, then we wouldn't be so susceptible to be victimized by them and we can help others in their particular passage. These are the keys to humanity to unlock all of infusion, all right? And I strongly not believe it, but I know it in my heart, so I support it, and I feel that, uh, you know, this is the best way to spend our time and our evenings Rather than people say, oh, the moon was so pretty. Did you see the pink? Like, why not delve directly into what the communication was about so you could get the most out of it yourself, you know what I'm saying? And you could share it with your family. These are those times. Times will not repeat themselves. So we should be wanting to take full advantage of these opportunities to grow, you know, for those that do have to, uh, you know, pull our sleeves up and wrestle and, and get a little bit of dirty, you know what I'm saying, because there's certain parts of you that you got to put in the dirt. These are those particular times that puts a little bit of wind behind your back to push you forward, you know what I'm saying, and um, sharpen your hook. You can knock that nigga out and get to the best parts. So... um Trying to see what's going on. This studio is bugging still. Uh, Red, you with us? You there, bro?
Okay. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of confusion coming from this uh this studio is bugging. Well, I can I can go deeper into what the what the eclipses are indicative of because I haven't even elaborated yeah. fully on on this yeah. Pluto or so Ronald. You know what I'm saying? Look, family, you know, hold on one second. We have eight minutes live in the call queue. I do believe that you still can call in. All right. Okay. When we look at Pluto squaring around us, it represents a, a challenge, a, 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 a hardship that needs to be wrestled with in order to coordinate and facilitate harmony in the, in, in, and bring balance in, into existence. Now, this is the nature of the difficulty. When we look at how we uh, work on our health, let's just use it where everybody can can understand. When you exercise, you put yourself through a strenuous difficulty in order to build your strength. So when we get when we talk about the negative aspects of the chart, you know, people being uh, fearful of the circumstances that it represents usually look at it through a pair of lenses and call it negative. But it's not negative. Yes, it is difficult. Yes, it is not appreciated. Yes, it is going to be an obstacle, a beast that you have to wrestle with and change. Yes. Okay? But once that is done, just look at our ancient forefathers. We went into the wild and caught hyenas. We went into the wild caught wolves. And we had to wrestle with those animals and their nature in order to tame them. Once that obstacle has been crossed, once that it has been achieved and wrestled to a conformity, we were able then to use and implement those animals to better our existence. Consequently, I use that analogy to point to the nature of this spread between Pluto and Orano. When we look at this in our own you got a you got a reverberation in your phone like a real deep echo. Is it still there? Yeah. Is it still there? Now? Is it still there now? Not as much. You good? You a little bit okay. better. All right. When we when we look at the nature of these two planets or the attributes of what these two planets are actually pointing to, Pluto represents the evolutionary processes. In our, in our beings, they compose our very essence at its core, right? It is, uh, what can you say, the evolutionary process of life in and of itself. And being in the square, so Ronald shows that man's inclination to congregate or to hoard, I mean, pardon me, to, to gather himself in, in hordes and groups and to nations. And this here is at a challenge. Okay? And it's in the sign of Aries. There must be a specific degree of mastery that one must attain with himself for that square to become a tool as opposed to an obstacle that takes us off our path. You see? That must be dealt with. And what that is is Pluto and Capricorn, the, the part of you that wants to build and to regenerate. The only obstacle that is there and in one delineation that pertains to our people, the, the original people of this planet Earth, who right now have been 
you know, systematically removed from their uh, initial station, from their highest station. Plus, we see uh, people in Africa that are still living in in the what in the year 500 BC, worshiping cows or hoarding cows and not using technology like the rest of the world. Because there's a degree of self knowledge that must be applied in order to elevate. One must be willing to shun the old, not to 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 disrespect our elders, not to do away with tradition, but there needs to be an innovative process implied in order to bring it back to focus. You see? It's like when you have a a, a, a television that no longer works and you can't afford to buy a new one. You have to go into the back of that joint and work with it so that you can have an infinite to entertain yourself with. It's the same way with this square. Now, in order to facilitate that, you must be willing, like I said before, to make that sacrifice for the sake of your people. But at this point in the game, they have a soul hoodwinked. And the hoodwink aspect of this entire process of these three eclipses is pointed to by the planet Neptune and Pisces. These Pisces represent spirituality on a, on, in its highest sense, inspiration and faith in the unknown, faith in the ability to overcome your obstacles in spite of the fact that you don't know what the consequences are going to be. That's what that points to. But it also, on a lower level, points to the ignorance that prevails because people don't know. So the veil is easily pulled over the eyes by the media, by the, the uh, motion picture industry, by the politicians, and these uh, behind-the-scenes conspiracies that are going on to keep us from attaining the highest degree of, of manifestation or you know, manifesting these planetary frequencies. And it comes to us now through the music, through the, through the movies, through the speeches, through the, the drug culture. All of that is Neptune in, in Pisces. And Chiron, which represents the recovery, uh, where we must recover, and where we, the process of recovery, what, what, what must deal with in order for right. that uh, uh, to be removed wow. is in Pisces as well. Yes, sir. Wow, cool. Is the introduction and the proliferation of Mali also Neptune and Pisces at this time? When you say Molly, M-O-L-L-Y, that drug, any drug from aspirin, yeah, marijuana, dope, Molly, MMA, ecstasy, any intoxicating energy that permeates the mind, be it uh, tangible or intangible, yes, to answer your question, it points to Molly, okay? And you have to look at how the drug culture and the prison culture and the music culture is all intertwined. When you understand the symbolism of Pisces and Neptune, you're talking about prisons. You're talking about narcotics. And, and you're talking whether these drugs are legal or illegal. Anything that takes you out of your natural mind state is what Neptune points to. On a higher level, it points to how and, and we use music and sound to enhance our inner vision for a higher purpose and cross. On a, on a lower level, it represents how we enter the dream state of, of, of conscious blindness and turn a blind eye to those things that are poisonous to us. You see? So people say like that, that, that can't be the same. Music and drugs 
religion and theater is not the same, but yes, it is, because all of those things remove you from your true mind state. You listen to music. It, that sound and the rhythm will allow you to tap into frequencies that remove from the natural course of your natural course of viewing things, your natural perception. Just look at how a love song about sadness can just take you out of your natural everyday routine and focus upon a point of sorrow in your life. How that is so easily achieved by the rhythm of the music and the vibration that they use. Consequently, that same technique can be used to ascend a higher vision, to reach a higher state of, 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 of recognizing your environment from a different perspective, which is not your natural perception as well. See, Neptune and, and, and Pisces point to Mibu or, or Nethet, all right, or the, or the ninth sphere, or, or Hethiru, all right? And she was the, the deity of the personification of the temple ceremony, which was primarily used to bring you to a point of examining things from, from, the, from the perspective of your inner vision. So you're using your imagination. This was highlighted in the age of Pisces and converted into religion and is now being used as a mental poison, as a spiritual poison, as opposed to what its initial purpose was meant for, to bring us to a point where we can view our own lives from outside of it, to remove us from our natural perception and to examine our life from the outside. And it is a constant distraction now. The church is making its, its headway into the media like crazy. Man, from 3 o'clock in the morning until 8, every day you're going to see, you, you, I mean, you've been seeing it since Neptune is going Pisces. Since actually Neptune made his way through Aquarius, which is technology, and, 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 and it points to the illusion being cast upon the masses as opposed to them being woken up, which is the highest side of Aquarius, to the deception, which is natural. They've been instituting the program constantly, digitally, bombarding us with this process. And cosmophysics, you know, I'm going to find this in astrology book. We have what we call the science of common affinities. It's a science that mirrors one another, all right? And Taurus, which is the science of commerce and money, all right, and, and spending and acquisition and possessions and luxury items, right? It has a common affinity with Pisces, the illusory. That which helps you to escape, to make you forget your sorrows and things of this nature. And they use these things together. So every single rap star, rock star, they deck them out. You know, they come to the door wearing diamonds and gold and jewelry, and only one out of a hundred of them cats come into the game with those possessions. You know, they actually go to children and contract with them to advertise their jewelry to make it look like they own these things. And consequently, our people have been drugged by that image. You know, let me give you an example. Last night I performed an experiment on Facebook, all right? I posted about the eclipse, and I, I, I elaborated on what it meant. So you can go to my Facebook page at Rob.DeCosmoPosition at Facebook. Just look up Rob Koo in the search engine. My page is open to the public. You don't have to be my friend to see my stuff, all right? It's R-A-A-K-A-U at the search engine in Facebook. 
and, you know, nobody, for, I left it there for two hours, and only a few people, two people, I believe, took an interest in what was being said, which was accepted. This science is complex to the unknowing mind, and consequently, only two people had an interest in it. So when I realized that, I said, man, I'm going to post this picture of Nicki Minaj up here. Man, and as soon as it wasn't even five minutes, you can go look at my page, you think I'm embellishing and exaggerating. As soon as I posted the before, the plastic surgery picture, and the, and the after the plastic surgery picture, more than 30 people had made comments, either, uh, um, and either speaking on how they agree with with the, with the uh, how she's a bad example and how people uh, how she's projecting self hate into the population, or so many people came to her defense. Man, that can't be Nikki, hey, you know, because they worship and they would rather the illusion be true than have to really face the fact that our children are looking at these celebrities like you did. We look at Superman and Batman. On TV, you want to be like them. You watch Cowboys and Indians, and they went outside and played. You did all that because you didn't know no better. What they don't use that stuff today like they did in my generation. Now they're using the rappers, they're using the, the actors, they're using the movies, and it's okay to be degenerate. It's okay to pursue your carnal desires and activities that do not further life on this earth. Okay? It is okay now to ingest yourself with a bunch of chemicals so you can achieve a look of a law and be lusted upon by the ignorant. That's all cool. And if you, if you have anything bad to say about it, you're a hater. Well, I'm one of those haters. I hate to see my people in the state of darkness. I hate to see my people in the state of ignorance. Dismissing the foul. That which is absolutely has no place in, 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 in any environment where life is supposed to flourish. I was called a bigot. I want to say. Yeah. Long. Take a station break. I got to open up these lines. I got red line. I got to open up. Call it from the 347. Peace. You with us? Peace. Peace. Drop another bomb for the guard, please. Already. Yeah. It's over here. I got, I got I got the boards back, so. All right, let's do yeah. it. Let me go to caller from the 310689. 310689, caller. Peace. Rashid, you there? Hey, hey, you there? All right. Let me get back to the guard's line. Let me go to uh, caller, caller in from Skype. Aminti Astrology. Aminti. Peace. Peace, Aminti, you there? Peace, I'm here. Can you hear me? Greetings. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Okay. Peace, peace. I just want to say, um, hold on a second. Goodness. Um, I myself is in my Saturn return, and I've heard a lot of people's story about the Saturn return. And now that I'm experiencing it, one thing I can say that's the most frustrating part is, like, you, you, when you're doing something, you feel like you're not doing enough, or there's times when it's simple things that you used to do. It's just it's not simple anymore, you know? 
just to get up and go to the mailbox and mail your bill out becomes something complicated. You know what I'm saying? Something happens in between the time or just something crazy. So that's where my frustration comes in a little bit with this whole uh, sad return. And um, sometimes like, you go into a place of feeling uh, stagnant, like you're just sitting there at times. And, uh, you know, that that's where my personal frustration comes in. The benefits of it is uh, elevating myself mentally and intellectually and, and, and just uh, asking spirit for more wisdom and getting that. So that's the benefit of what Saturn Return has brought to me uh, since the beginning of the year. Well, Saturn does represent hard work and discipline, and it always asks the question, how bad do you want it? You know, mm-hmm. how bad do you want it? So that is what uh, that's what you're experiencing. And, and it's about becoming an adult, you know. It's the growing pains. So an adult know how to be mature and how long things take and how to appreciate time. That's one of the major things that you learn during the Saturn return is time, scheduling, and how to do things, you know, in accordance, uh, having patience. Uh, can, can I speak? Or somebody else want to say something? Oh, well, I, I, had a, I had an experience today with this full moon, and uh, just real quick, just some stupidness happened in the park of my children. Are y'all still there? Oh, yeah, I, I hear you. Some silliness, you know, some stupidness happened in the park of my children with these guys that pretty much hit this guy with a dog chain at the park while the kids was there. And I felt so pissed off, not because of the fact my children saw that, but I just was like, damn, I got to move out of here. You know what I mean? It just was like a reality that hit me was like, I got to get out of here. It was just that little thing right there that just pushed me. You know what I'm saying? I just, And it was just crazy because usually things like that I just let roll off my back. But today, that brought something in. That just brought something out of me. And it was so crazy because I felt like I wanted to speak up, but I knew that I couldn't. So I just removed my children from the situation, you know? Interesting. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> That's just that whole aspect of that um, Scorpio moon and the releasing of, you know, a lot of uh, things that we may have buried within us. So you already may have felt that. You already may have You already may had, have had the inkling to begin to move, but once you saw that today under the influence of the moon, I guess that's what, you know, that, mu- that must have really broke. That was the... Um, the uh the head that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's becoming a oh, that parent. was a dog chain. That was a dog chain that broke the dude's back, I guess. Hold <laughs> yeah, so that's becoming a parent. Y- yeah. Yeah. And uh it, it just that's just my experience with the Saturn return. Um I've seen others. I've seen the men in the Saturn return kind of go through it, and and um, I've seen men that I know, but the women, I don't. Only women is myself that I know, and and I'm saying that with the Saturn return, uh, everything everything y'all saying is just true. But it's just the revelations in me is just like, all right, it's time to get up and go. It's time to make this happen. 
you know, get over my uh, over my fears. Because, twin, you just, you know, the question you just asked me, and I was like, yo, I'm shy. And you're like, you got your own show. I'll let, let you know, like, I get nervous, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm all about perfection, Mercury and Virgo. And if it's not perfect to me, I don't I don't like it. And I don't like myself for not doing a great job. And I have to I have to overcome that. And you will. You know, you will. Like you said, it's that sad and energy. You just got to be pushed. It might be a little uncomfortable, but, you know. Right. You got to get in it. In the evening time is the best time for you to partake in work and encourage yourself because for the next two months, Saturn is going to be out and up. It's going to be the brightest planet sending its energy above the horizon line. If you're of the mind that the power of the planet is uh, a bit more increased when it's above the horizon, um, for the next two months again, Saturn will be up all night. So mm-hmm. it's doing work the wee hours, up to the wee hours where Saturn rules the sky, crosses over on the arc from the east to the midheaven to the descendant or the descending, just as the sun rises and sets. Hmm. And you check that information on astro.com. We'll box me up. Okay. Well, that's all. I just was saying this show was really resonating with me tonight. And, uh, you know, that's all I wanted to really say. And Saturn Return is no joke, man. To anybody out there that hasn't experienced it, it's, it's really no joke, man. It really, it takes you to another height. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because Saturn is all about seriousness, which is no joke. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate you, Minty. All right. Yeah, man. Same here. All right, y'all have a good one. Let them know about your show, Minty. Oh, yeah. Um, Temple Radio, T-M-P-L-E Radio. Uh, Definitely check it out on Blog Talk Radio. We don't have no set times yet. Lately, I've just been doing uh, love readings, but I also have some presentations of occult codes and constructs can check those out from 2011 and down, um, from 2011 to 2008. And I also have a YouTube with the Writer. You can also check out my presentations there, and that's Temple Radio. I'm going to have to come see you for one of them love readings. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. I'm right here. No doubt. Peace. Peace. All right. Raku's line dropped. Um... Insequently enough, we got one more hand up in the call queue. I'll probably take one or two more calls and then definitely got to call it a night because, uh, you know, where I'm at, they're packing it in. So let's go to caller from, okay, 310 just popped up. One more again, 310-689. Let's try this out one more time. Caller from the 310. Peace. Yo, what up, man? Peace. Good, Peace. What's good? Yo, what's um, And I just watched, like, literally, like, 5,000 people on on bicycles just pass me by. Oh, they doing that. Crazy. Yeah. That's that L.A. thing, man. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, critical mass. You yes. Heard? 
critical mass is crazy. It's the people unify around ideas and, and art, you know? I hope you got For that real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, that's, that's memorex right I'm tired, there. Of, I'm tired of tapes, man. I'm sitting up <laughs> editing this video all day, dude. I know everybody's verse. Editing, working, being diligent. Yo, this is the best show, by the way, that I've heard and ever. Raku is a legend. One of my homies from Long Beach, he was sitting up listening to it. He's calling Raku for the um for the for the uh the reading tomorrow. Your levels, you know the levels the calling. Yeah. He calling the God for that trick in AM. He was like fifty. That ain't nothing to hear this. So yeah. the reader was definitely going. And he was saying some life changing shit. Make me want to change my life. <laughs> you know, <laughs> get my shit together. <laughs> <laughs> but I've become more diligent as a result of taking uh, Rock on as a mentor because I, I, I know men, mentors are the ones, like Jay-Z need a mentor. That nigga done got hey. so rich that he, he's beyond reproach. Can't nobody tell him and give him the game about politics and that mouth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you can get it. so rich and so haughty where you just like to dish you know, talk, talk, talk. You need to have ears in the company of wise people, you know. And it goes back to what we always say regarding experience. You know, we we gain and garner the most from people who have had authentic life experiences as opposed to the fact-driven desire that everyone has at this point to be a teacher to 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 people, you gotta get your lessons from people who have had life experiences, because that's you know that's the only way I'm gonna I want to listen to you, is if you're talking about life experiences. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> brother brother was giving some wisdom tonight. Shout out to him. Shout out to everyone listening. You know, for real. No doubt. Yeah, that video no doubt. was going to see that video, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love that 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 song. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I heard like somebody said that the song. Look, I heard somebody said that the song don't got no light in it at all. Dark, the whole song. <laughs> Which the black hole? That, Yo, listen. You know what it that tells me. Is that that was the goal, you heard? To get as close to the safest side of ignorance, as far as I'm concerned, where you you know you're at the edge of the bridge, you know. It was cool. That's what it, I, you know. What I'm saying that it was it was some shit like you got to go into a mentor to the photo to the video shoot. You know? Yeah, yo. I just want to say the stuff that I be knowing that be on people's minds. The shit they can't just afraid to say. And just do it artistically. You know what I'm saying? And not at the expense of people. Because that shit right now, they got the kids buying cocaine rap. That shit is crazy. You know? That shit is crazy. Everybody say dope now songs. We ain't grow up like that. The kids is on cocaine. Hell yeah. 
They trying to build pyramids. <laughs> One dollar at a time. Florida. One dollar at a time. Florida. Can you feel can you feel the drip? Yeah, all I need is four more grams, nigga. Promise to my mammy, nigga. I am the key, nigga. You, you know how we put it in there, though, but we had to give it back to them and make it palatable. So my nickname is 996, a.k.a. four more. You heard? <laughs> <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I am the four more grams that Big was talking about. Now these little niggas got a key, and now they can move past the cocaine. You heard? It's another drug. The drug I fuck with is called confidence. You heard? I get high off of myself. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I am a drug, nigga. They are addicted to this, to this one, boy. You understand? Word up. Talk about You know I'm chefing up that blue I'm... magic. Oh, yeah, yo. This stuff here, brother, huh? Yeah. Yo. Peace to the God. Word up. Come on, man. Uh, let me know. Alright, Lord. Alright, that's what it is. Yeah, man. You know, I'm I'm in the I'm in the streets. I was with the homie. You know, you know, we know how to communicate. We from the old school, so we know how to create brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? We're not looking for strife, but chair. Yeah. Everybody I deal with is students or masters. You feel me? No doubt. For real. And that's how we have the best social environment. You understand what I'm saying? You can't you can't make no mistake socializing in those type of um settings. You know what I'm saying? Teach you shop. Word up. You're always learning and you know, dispensing a lesson as well, just through your walks. Yo, so I was listening to your story about Saturn and how it affects you and it was very enlightening to me. And it just shows what we got to do. We just got to be diligent. And you to reward. The harder you go, yeah. the harder you go. perseverance, yeah. I understand and I love the readings where there's warnings. You know what I'm saying? They end up tonight under this moon, nigga. <laughs> In L.A., when they curse you out, they call you a bitch in like the first one or two phrases. <laughs> yeah. They is ratchet. They get right to the point, nigga. Yo, but I like the readings that talk about the stuff you got to watch out for. But I like to hear the wisdom of the ancestors speak through the readers when they start talking about how to circumvent dilemma. You know what I'm saying? And the best thing I heard tonight was dance. Not the same shit. You heard you keep doing the same shit, you get the same results. And it's right. something that we already know, right. but you just got to hear it. Again. You got to hear the it again and again and again until you're really looking at that shit in the mirror and you're just tired of shit looking at what you see. And yeah. you're like, I'm going to try something different. You know what I'm saying? And then when you start pushing through, you start seeing how your days will align you in the right place to start receiving the right things. You know? Yeah. Like, just challenge yourself to wake up an hour earlier, you know what I'm saying? And not just get up and get on Facebook, but get up and, and start stirring around. 
I'll smoke my mother. It, it's yeah. easy. It's easy to fall back into behavior patterns, like, but in order to build those muscles, you got to work at it. That's why yeah. the, char- the squares are tension and weight, and you got to lift those weights to build that muscle. You're not going to get anything just taking the easy way out. That's right. And that's life right there in a nutshell. You know what I'm saying? And especially life right now for us Scorpios that are intent on transforming, you know, this coal into diamond and this lead into gold. You know what I'm saying? We have to go super-duper hard. And, you know, these wounds, man, they really, really put things in perspective and just have you seen what you've been derelict at. And when you Yo, the, up the, the, the issue of family is crucial, man. That 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 is the cornerstone, and we have all family issues. Every one of us have inherited our um, dispositions and and derelictions from our, uh, our our familial setup. You know, I don't know that many people who have had with the proverbial or idealistically speaking perfect life. You know, nah. the people I know have a background and some form of abuse or abandonment and doesn't make them bad people. It makes them uh, uh, non-exempt from the the reality that their world as it stands in the present as an adult is deeply affected by their past experiences, in particular with family. So here's stars. And to just hear a reading of what's going on positively in my own life was just relaxing. So I'm be, I'm through through Saturn being a Scorpio, I got my my game. I'm running with it just to be diligent and follow through with my stuff, improve my business practices, and uh, you know when you go on and looking for a new place, you go get credit reports, and I'm going and 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 putting paperwork in and defiling this and that, and people are telling me you can't be here because you have been in the penitentiary, or you. Oh, you ain't got no credit. You heard? What, how, where were you at? Where you where you don't have no credit, nigga? You don't got bad credit. You have no credit. No credit. Where, how, where 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 did they do that at? I just realized. I just think. I just. I know a lot about Jewish mysticism, but nigga, I don't know about credit. You heard? I just found out that I'm the only <laughs> motherfucker in the West Coast that don't got no credit history. You heard? There's everybody has credit. What the hell were you doing when you ain't got credit? Well, long story short, when you see obstacles, and I was getting all these obstacles, it was just making a nigga go harder. And when I went harder, I got exactly what I wanted. You heard? I got exactly what I wanted. And the shit came faster. You heard? The shit came faster. Bing. And now, uh, God. Stress-free living is a motherfucker, man. Yeah, you know, are you telling you, man? For real, you know what I'm saying? No arguing. I implore people not to argue with nobody and nothing, man. Just, just do shit. Just put your foot down. You don't gotta argue. Just do shit. You know, that's it. Yeah. Just do it. Stop Get arguing it about that shit. Just do it. Fuck it. Do it. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> for real. Yes, sir. With that said, you know, I definitely want to say thank you. 
everyone that has joined us tonight and shared all of these pearls of wisdom, you know what I'm saying, that have allowed not only us to grow from, but we have also, you know, carefully put these seeds in that fertile soil, and they're going to grow into oak trees, and, and the whole world will benefit from the beautiful shade. Yo, come through tomorrow, Sunset. You can look at this video before we put it up. You can put some finishing touches on it. I'm going to shoot through early. You heard? Yeah, serious. Yeah, come through early. Like, yeah. a lot. Allah wipe out early. Come to early. Inshallah. Inshallah. You know, we everything. Praise the Lord. I'm not Praise fighting Lord. nobody. Shit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Yo, when I be seeing Jehovah's Witnesses, when I see Jehovah's Witnesses, I be going like this. Hova, Hova, Hova. What the hell are you waiting for? And they be looking at me like I'm crazy. I went in for one of the niggas to finish the rest of the song. And we like this. Look what you made me do. Look what I gave to you. Y'all beat, Lord. I see y'all later. Indeed. Family, does the family have any parting remarks? Anything you need to leave the world with? I just want to say we're going to have Taj Tariq Bay on the show on Tuesday on the Severe Bay show. So Oh shout out to Todd. Yeah. That's I'm thinking about so. I'm thinking about Todd, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anything else we gotta leave the family with? Like I said, that um Hollywood decoded Episode is coming up. I want to invite you back out as well, Cosmic Chris, because we got to go through this oblivion, dealing yeah. with the Gemini and the number eight, 44, yeah. every manifestation of it, you know what I'm saying, as it winds up. And yeah, yep. we're going to jump into Iron Man and, and we're just going to do the damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anybody who has not seen Oblivion, do yourself a favor. Get yourself out there to see Oblivion. Need that in your life. All right. Yeah. All right. Anything else, family? Red. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Please. For the Cosmo uh, physicians, let them know one more time. This Sunday, y'all will be in the building on Block Talk. You know what I'm saying? 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I believe, right, on the Abundance Network. Yeah. Tune in. The whole family will be in the building doing what they do, which is so vital and necessary to the narrative. Please check them out, y'all. All right, Red. Yes, sir. Finish it up. Let's just leave with some Scorpion music. You know what I mean? You could you could choose something. We gotta pay homage to this energy that's out there. I just wanna say love and light to the family and we will see y'all on Tuesday. No matter of fact we will see you tomorrow. Uh we have a four part series with Baba New. Part three is tomorrow. We've been getting a lot of response, uh wonderful response from the family, a lot of support. The brothers' books are moving uh rapidly. You know what I mean? So um you know, that experiment that we're working out is working. 
I just want to say yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Azariah and um, Brother Aline You know what I'm saying yeah. That definitely Part feels like something coming. Yeah, that I want to do a little bit more expansive You know And we got to yeah, get um, some of uh, the people on their crews to call in And some of the people on our crews And, you know, hopefully put something monumental together That comes out of that So we just don't be, you know what I'm saying now Bumping we our had, drums Yeah, we had 20 some odd hands it was still up before they cut our call last week. Before Blog Talk shut shut it off, there was still yeah. about twenty hands in the call queue. So we yeah, have a dedicated part two on its way, family. Please just uh, prepare yourselves for that. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I, I just think the brothers was just warming up at that point. They didn't even really, you know what I mean? They didn't put on their lab coats. They didn't. They didn't get it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to follow through, you know, with the economics uh, system, you know what I'm saying? And I want to give a segment where we just let their queens go in. Yes, just, that's I'm handle that. that as well. Wanna, yeah, and on that note, too, I do want to give a shout-out to my queen, um, Sister Nefa Nubia Peacock. Yeah, that was a powerful uh, breakdown. Yeah, she did a, she did a, I know she was kind of nervous, you know, just listening to herself, but... She did a wonderful job. Um, I definitely want to give thanks for the work that she's been doing with her YouTube videos, reaching out to the brothers and the sisters out there with her information. Um, just everybody that is real, you know, taking this information and, you know, putting themselves out there, getting on the front lines, Cosmic Chris, Cosmophysics, you know what I mean? Everybody that is playing their part. And, and doing it so well You know what I'm saying It is so much appreciated um, Y'all are filling up Y'all are filling voids You know But you are shining your light And you are definitely Assisting and helping uh, In the mission to raise our humanity From its fallen state You know what I'm saying And there are, there are rewards There are galactical rewards That are awaiting all of us That decided to uh, step up And do the due diligence you know what I mean? Because this is, this is a job for champions right here. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I hope Zab do the rep for the town tomorrow, too. <laughs> I hope Zab don't do that dance again. Because he's, he's talking crazy. Not at the Barclays, homie. Not yeah, at the Barclays. We don't need to um, don't do the, don't do the, do the Zab Judah dance. Not yeah, the, we don't need to do the say. Not the Judah Barclays. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Zap. That's family. Alright. No doubt. Good thing. So, um, I don't know. Is there anything particular that you think could go coincide with this energy and this moon? Dream, nigga. I guess so. Alright. Let it rip. A video finna drop. You better get on your pro promotions, brother. Yeah, family, kingscounty.bigcartel.com. I don't I want to mention that. We have the spring line debuting next week. That's kingscountybigcartel.com. We have some powerful new designs coming. Um, ktluniversity.com. We had just almost finished with our new DVD library. We're about to have 100 different titles up there. ktluniversity.com. Ocean14Corps.com SoGoBiz.com Not not plural Yeah And KTLMedia.com 
for donations, yeah. family, so we can keep this wheel spinning. All right? And get the hell up off Blog Talk. Build our own infrastructure and stop talking about it. But, yeah, they're kicking me out this spot. So let me rinse this and get, you know what I mean? Get my thing on them. Dirt? One. Hold it. What you talking about? Shit. <laughs> Came to me in a dream, nigga. Dreams, nigga. Dreams, nigga. <laughs> the devil came to me, told me in a dream, said I was a king, everything he seen, then he spit balls, this is what he said, this is what he saw, this is what he saw, if God really does exist, that nigga probably broke, spent all his bread, nigga, trying to get some bread, nigga, books of the dead, nigga, stalking out in Philly, nigga, looking for that chili, nigga, crackers want to drone him. Muslims wanna stone up, yeah. words in the porno, I fuck it, abducted, scientific journals, you would never understand, four more grams, nigga, promise to my Grammy, nigga, words to my mammy, nigga, I am the king, nigga, call me Keanu, yeah, I'm Pipe Trinity, nigga, you know me, nigga, every blue moon me, Pyro that pussy, running through them red lights, laying on that belly, God is a snake, nigga, heroes in the deli, Max in the garden, Nope, apps, nigga. The Bible is a trust, nigga. I've been told y'all. Niggas wrote the Bible, nigga. Hearing the same words, saying the same words, I submit that these impressions are valid and significant. And I will even say this. Such an impression is a clue that in some past time point, a variable was changed, reprogrammed, as it were, and that because of this, an alternative world branched off. Finesse to pity of my city Hopped out the Lorians Dressed like 18th century Ecuadorians This is what a story ends We living in the future You niggas historians So I pay them niggas no mind They mad cows You could tell that they mixed with the bovine I would say they names But it's like I'm giving niggas cosigns So I pay them no mind Carry on with your frugal lashes I'm looking at the world through these Google glasses Rocks like Mount Everest Hopping out Diablos, I'm so devilish Hustle hard Red pill buzzing like the engine on a muscle car With a pulse full of thieves And a trunk full of trees So a trunk full of thieves With King County on the sleeve Car full of G's 33 degrees, no antifreeze Ten toes down, no amputees and the people like to cancel me. Master builders, graduates from the class of Master Hilda, Van Sertima, and Freeman L. Now we master killers, murderers, of the demon spells. The poacher got stolen ice. Tell them why you frightened, son. Then the black Illuminati, yep, we the enlightened ones. See, I'm just counting that dough. The devil came to me, told me in a dream, said I was a king, everything he seen, then he said the ball, this is what he said, this is what he saw, this is what he saw. I told me don't say swag no more, I'm running a little bag no more, I don't just ride in that.